Hello and welcome to Last Things of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of L. And I'm Ray from the House of Zod. And I'm Adam. <laughs> yes. I, I forgot to write my name backwards. That, that was going to be my bit. Oh, that'd be <laughs> easy. Mada, run off. Well, it's Mada, and then my yeah. last name would be hard. Yes. But don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> um, yeah, we're here to finish off our coverage of Action Comics, the mm-hmm. 52 Grant Morrison run. Uh, well, we've done four episodes so far, or three. Mm-hmm. I think this uh, is the fourth. This is okay. the fourth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, originally, it was going to be three episodes, but it was just with the annual and stuff, it was you know, just easier to split up. I can't picture how we would have done it in three episodes. So, But uh, we're here. Uh, nice breaking off point, actually, between mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's our good. episode chunks. It worked out quite well because this is really... Like, the issue before this, I guess, is, like, where the third act... Like, the third act starts with this issue. Um, and the last issue is, like, transition. So this is all basically the climax. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the thing I've... I'll just say before we even start, like, the thing I've always liked about this run is the reveal that uh, everything has just been, like, this one attack happening... Like, in the fifth dimension, this is happening, like, in minutes Mm -hmm. or whatever, Um, which, and this one attack that's been simultaneous from the fifth dimension has happened over Clark's entire life, entire run has been this one attack. So I thought that was a really cool reveal. That's why I always say it makes sense at the end, and Mm -hmm. it's really rereadable because... You know, when you read it knowing that this is all a sort of attack, it's pretty interesting, like, putting it together. Yeah, it's really good. It, it ties it in. I mean, that's kind of... It actually makes sense Yeah. Um, of all the things that did seem quite disparate um, in the lead-up to it. So it was quite, quite satisfying, I think, in yeah. the sense. Uh, and then to have that, the added, you know, effect of, um, you know, Grant Morrison trying to show us through different timelines all at mm. once and it, it um yeah so it had that kind of sci-fi element to it which i really enjoyed yeah so when when i was reading this monthly um i was getting confused mm. it would be hard monthly i think but i think uh, as a story like reading it uh without having to do month by month for each issue or bi-weekly or whatever it was i think i think you Unless you've like written the runoff or you're kind of speed reading it, I think you'd be hard pressed not to understand it because I think it really mm. does explain it towards the end. And yeah. part of the explanation is like, hey, this is this is happening all throughout time. You aren't supposed to, you know. Part of it wants you just to go along for the ride, you know. Mm. Yeah, um, sure. Of the simultaneous time attack or whatever. It's, it's it's definitely a thing too. A lot of Morrison stories you benefit from reading two or three times. Yeah. Mm. Oh, no, this one, yeah, very, I, much, very much so. Yeah. Yeah. I um, think some yeah. people are, if 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 they read it all at once right now, they would still be confused, and because mm. because a lot of it depends on Morrison. I think uh, assumes that you understand the fifth dimension as they understand it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you don't know who Mister McSpitlick is. 
um, all the whole gimmick with the fifth dimension because this this does have I found some assumed knowledge. Like uh, if you know Mister, yeah, Mystic, you know the whole gimmick with him and Superman is Superman says his name backwards. Uh, yeah. Sends it back yeah. into the prankster, yeah. and they reference that in this, but they never really show you it happening. Uh, they say, you know, oh Superman, uh, you're his, uh, he's your favorite, you're his favorite trick because you actually outsmart him and fight back. And yeah, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure whether um, for new time readers it would be. I mean, because I, I guess what I'm saying is that. Morrison gives us really enough of Mitt Spicklick, I think, at the end, towards the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I love the retelling of you know, almost like that kind of cartoon fairy tale mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, yeah, I mean, sure, there might be a, a few loose ends there, but coming in, it, uh, although I have read now a, a fair bit of S- Superman mm-hmm. as kind of like a newer thing, a, a newer reader, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think you'll be totally bamboozled. Or, or, or think about okay, Mitt Spicklick. Oh, what are they referring to about um, the backward names thing? I think it. I think it works with uh, Morrison. Does yeah, he does give a lot of kind of explanation as to his yeah. relationship and uh, mm. how do you call vindictive? Are we calling him that? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, vin- vindictive, it's vindictive X. Vindict- right. Vindictive X. Yeah. So that was a yeah, it was a great retelling, I guess. Weirdly, yeah. like I kind of ended up feeling a bit sorry for because it was like. I mean, we'll talk about it at the end. Right, right. Yeah. And our interpretations of, like, you know, is this whole thing just Mr. McSpitlick having a laugh, you know? Mm. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think, I don't know, it's, like, it's definitely not a traditional, like, if you pick up a Superman comic, or it's like, I want to read a Superman comic, this is probably not what you'd be thinking of, because it's not, it's... It's a Superman, so it has all the Superman elements, but this run, like, ends up being about all of the most out there. Mm. Super, like, they're staple Superman elements, but they're the most out there ones, like... The uh, Le- Legion of Superheroes? Yeah, the Legion yeah. and Mr. McSpitlick, both yeah. are what I'm thinking of as, like, they're definitely the most, to repeat myself, out there. Uh, yeah. Yes, but... That's kind of the magic of Morrison is he they 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 take like the the big grandiose stuff but make it personal like it all comes down. Oh yeah, to I'm not I'm very not simple emotions. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's it's ultimately yeah. No, it it does harken to that, especially in like the Shirley Fish backups. Yeah. Um, Which also help clear it up. Charlie Fish does a, a really good job of, uh, you know, letting those ideas mm. flesh out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say. Like, one of the yeah. Legion backups just feels like, it seems like he purposely wrote, like, a, a the, the most standard Legion story <laughs> he could, which was really good. That's not an indictment saying, like, oh, it's basic. It's very well done. Mm-hmm. But it, even like the art is supposed to look, it's mm. kind of supposed to look kind of retro. Like they're just doing. Let's let's they we threw them in the deep end with the Legion. Let's take it back and do like a. This is this is the standard Legion stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the backups help clear that stuff up as well. You know, oh. same with the Fifth Dimension. There's a whole. Oh, the backups it, are great. That, yeah, that. you do yeah. a backup of that's just set in in Surf, you know. Yep. I yep. think I, I, I guess the point I was will say is for someone who's not like a absolutely I yeah 
is like you know it's just um the legion is like it's such a uh it's famously it's not intimidating to get into yeah. like it's such a it's such a weird part of superman mythology on paper you know on paper it's like oh he has these friends that are from like the 30th century and it's like what mm. <laughs> you mm. know um it seems right for someone like morrison though i was thinking about yeah. that yeah. today i mean today when i was finishing up the reading it uh i'm not sure how morrison writes or how he wrote batman and all that but um i just think his type or i guess what he's interested in lends itself to superman stories um you know you know there's a lot to choose from you can pick yeah um in superman lore so i guess you know the likes of the legion and some some obscure characters uh can can crop up but yeah i don't know i i just think that uh, his style and his uh you know extreme science fiction uh really works with superman mm-hmm. which yeah. is a shame because they did write so many more Batman issues, and they were wild. Mm. But hey, Batman fans love his. The okay, so they good. Though, so okay, yeah, yeah. I've heard, but, I've heard they're pretty out there too. I haven't right, they are out there. There even is to bring it back to this story. There's famously a a Batmite story, mm. um, and I think that that was the first time confirmed that Batmite is also from the fifth dimension. Oh, and and they say for the first time that the fifth dimension is imagination, which is interesting to think about if you, right. in context of this story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is Batmite, is that like the Batman's version of Mitzbiklik? Right. Yeah. Do you okay. remember? Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking that story, Connor. Yeah. They're it's... fighting each other. Yeah. 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 He's a little mate. <laughs> so I guess, I guess we'll dive in then. Um, to issue 15 we'll, mm-hmm. we'll flash our thoughts out as we go uh so the cover for issue 15 is clark at the prom and he's you know surrounded by the superman revenge squad yes mm. all the enemies there well most of them um mm. and nimrod in his kind of yeah uh, visor we hadn't seen that up until this point really right oh we had but we never... had okay I'm pretty sure we have. I thought he just had his yeah, face. Yeah, we, we saw, remember when it was like a flash forward issue? Yeah, it was oh, the flash forward, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, later yeah. you see how he injured his face. And yes, maybe he had right. it on in, right. in like the hospital. Like it, it might be like a uh, medical uh, thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, then Ray's favorite, and my favorite too, honestly, the, the evolution guy, <laughs> the scientist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Drekken. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, He's cool. And yeah, so it's pretty cool. Uh, Kryptonite Man, all that sort of stuff. And of course, Mr. Vindictive X in the middle of it all. Mm-hmm. Evil's earliest days. Yeah, it's a good, uh, it's a good, um, a good cover. Yeah. Um, and so we open uh, on the prom night. Uh, sort of, uh, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be jumping around a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this uh, I just kind of realised. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you know, but Mister Vindictive X is, you know, he's messed with the Kent's car, mm. and then uh, we're mm, so we cut to. It, it seems like this is after 
the conversation a few issues ago where she revealed her true nature, uh, the landlord, mm-hmm. yeah, to Superman. And I double checked because we always talk about it. Uh, she is the Jessica Rabbit type, yeah, uh, wife, as you said, Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she's that character, uh, and. You know, then Superman's like, oh, I had a memory of being on Mars, but I've never been to Mars, so which means the last issue is in the future. So this issue is really establishing the finale here of how things are going to be mm-hmm. uh, going forward. We're going to be, we're not going to be in a set timeline. We're going to be in the future, present, past, and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. There's a good analogy, too, that uh, the landlord lady, I was about to try to pronounce her name, but I don't want to. <laughs> She says, like, think think about the way water is displaced around a shark. Yeah. 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 Uh, Vindictive X disturbs time when he comes in close for the kill. Yeah. See, you know, I I see complaints about Grant Morrison. You know, he's pretentious. He just confuses people. It's like, no, I think he's he's explaining things. He's not. He's not, you know, quote unquote, dumbing it down for the audience, but he's making it clear. What's yeah, they're not I making think. like charts, but I I think what I've always liked about Morrison was that it doesn't feel condescending like they don't hold your hand through it, but it does feel like a invitation to see the world how they see the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's all planned like you would get that sort of shallow too deep for you gobbledygook if there wasn't a real uh, mapped out plan of the story that they are adapting mm-hmm. you know uh, for nerd analogy it's kind of like when you're a DM uh, you're running a you're running a role-playing game and you have you know your your players are going through the motions right let's say there's a murder investigation but as the writer you have all the events set up beforehand. You're not making it up as you go along. And they're sort of interacting with the story you've written. Um, whereas, like, if you don't have, you know, so Rat Morrison, he clearly has a timeline for him here. He knows everything that's going on. And he's showing it from Superman's point of view. And I think that's why it works. Um if I haven't lost anyone. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's good. Yeah. So, you know, she's... What's she saying? She's... she's kind of, I guess she's explaining stuff to him. And then when we flash to the future, and he's been hunted by the Superman Revenge Squad. Yeah, this is cool. Mm-hmm. So do we think when it cuts here, is that how Superman is perceiving reality? Like his consciousness shifts to the future because time is like bending that way. You know what I mean? I th- I think it's a bit like that. Yeah. Because That's how he, I've always read it. Yeah. He himself seems disoriented because he's like, I was on Mars, but I haven't been to Mars. Right. You know. Yeah. But at the same time, when he's in this situation, 
he has the knowledge of his future self. So it's more like he he has his his brain comes along with it. All his memories come along with him. But he's oh, he's going okay. on on a trip around his life. I, I feel that's like how it's I kind of read it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, like I, I didn't. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I, I thought it was just like him. Like we shift into that moment in in the distant future of him doing that. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, again, uh, there may be things towards the end that he does allude to the fact that he knows what's happened before. You know, before yes. I just can't remember. I but think, yeah. Yeah, I think we're seeing both because I think some yeah. of it is Superman shifting around, but I think also some of it is just us seeing different parts. Okay. Um, and I think I think it's differentiated like well enough that yeah. I, you know, could tell and follow along. Um, mm -hmm. And curiously, uh, Lois's niece. Yeah. Is there, so we get we get the impression that a lot has happened. You know, he's run yes. into all these villains. He's run into them again. You know, he's had stories with them, adventures with them and stuff. So, mm -hmm. you know, like, he's this kryptonite squad. We haven't really seen their origin or anything, but he's obviously fought them before. Uh, Lois's niece is now What was there. he? Because um, what happened to Adam No Relation? Did he? Because um, I was expecting him to be there as well. Because, you know, the niece, you know, in that little saga that they had Well, together. we learned that, but that the niece is there for a separate reason. Uh, if we want to get in, I mean, it's not, I guess it's not a spoiler, but she says yeah. in a later issue, like, I, that she's there essentially because, you know, the little man yes. said that, that he would hurt her parents. He, yeah, so that's, 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 she's there for a reason unrelated yeah. to Adam Blake telling her to be there. So, yeah, and we, yeah. we find out that in between these time jumps, uh, that Adam Blake is, I don't know if reformed is the right word, but he's, he mm. seems like he's he's changed sides. He's doing his own, he has like a Guardians of the Galaxy team. I get the impression off that, on his own. I get the impression that he and Superman ran into each other as well. Right. Like since, okay. since that initial meeting in the city is the yeah. impression I got. Because right. a theme I kind of got from this is this whole thing is Superman does the impossible. He saves the day, right? Mm -hmm. And the way he does that, one of the ways he does that is he has so many allies that he's accrued over the years from his actions, mm. you know? And I think that Adam No Relation is one of those people that yes. he's sort of inspired or, you know? Um, yeah. 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 On the flip side, too, I think that's why we see, like, the uh, blue kryptonite guy and red kryptonite woman there is those are enemies we haven't met yet. Mm. So we assume, yes, different relationships have changed and relationships we haven't seen before are now present. Yeah. And I think, again, they tell us, like, we get yeah. enough that it doesn't feel like, um, what, that's out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, they, yes. they give lip service. The, the Red Kryptonite's lady is like, you rejected me. So there's obviously a story there of why yes. she's part of that squad and we can i think i've said this before but morrison's such the master of like just having one line that tells a whole story that you can just mm -hmm. imagine in your head it, yeah it's i was about so, to it's say so it's good. Like i could imagine what type of story that was yeah you know? there's so um, many lines like that in morrison books where you're just like what is that story there you yeah. have the you have the tonka metal truck 
there's yeah yeah. so yeah all these villains go marching off and there's just like a crane following (laughs) yeah yeah i just i I just mistook it i mean thanks there for clarifying adam because i thought those kryptonite um the red and the blue i thought they came from the but obviously not the was it the um what happened to them then the anti was it the kryptonite army or the people uh they were there but yeah they were there yeah that was also a moment where uh yeah they had not we didn't see where they first met superman before yeah 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 Yeah. but 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 red and blue they were from that weren't they yeah 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 this whole squad was there i think in that issue um are they they're the only two in the group where we we just never see them yeah, we've seen everyone outside yeah. the context of like they've known Superman for a while and uh, yeah, okay. They're on this team. Yeah. I love how the Metalek truck is just saying Superman kill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh I like these traps that Nimrod I, set. I was gonna like... say, how cool are those? <laughs> That's mines, such a great that idea. Yeah. Great, like this sort of Tesseract mines, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and make hostile environments. Because yeah, how, how cool so... is that if, if you can't just shoot Superman, but he's so vulnerable to, like, elements. He's vulnerable mm. to, to Red Sun and Kryptonite. So what if you... Like, how many stories is it are there where he's like, goes to a planet with a, you know, Red Sun? Yeah. Mm. And these are mines that he can step on to go to places where he's, I take it, like, more vulnerable. Yeah. There's so many little things like this that just sort of remind me of pre-crisis superman where it's just pure imagination at work yes there are just all these really fantastical uh elements and then uh he lands in the sewer and there's drekken yeah uh and then yeah so we cut back to Superman in the apartment and he's like i thought i heard something something shifted so yeah yeah right. i don't think he was mentally aware like i don't think it was the same you know what i mean mm-hmm. yes yeah. yes yeah it's all it's all happening Man, it is hard to describe. Yeah, it's a, yeah, I think it's, we're all it's on a very the same page. yeah, exactly. It's a very abstract <laughs> concept, um, and it's hard because it's we're not wired to kind of, <laughs> you, you know, um, yeah, like you read naturally that way. But yeah, you read so the do you comic, think... and it'll it'll tell it. You read the comic, the art, and the the dialogue tells you what's going on. Us summarizing it is a different beast. So yeah. obviously, uh, I don't think I need to say this, but obviously, like I would highly recommend you have actually read this before listening. To our coverage. Oh, of absolutely. Otherwise, you had uh, no idea what we're talking talking yeah, about. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you Ab- think so? In this in this next scene, if the the woman asked him, "Do you remember Princess Landlady?" Right, Princess Landlady. Yeah. If if she asked him, "Do you remember being hunted down by the anti Superman squad and stepping on that mine?" He would say yes, even though I- it happened in the future. <laughs> I, I don't think, I he, don't would. think he would. No, I think he. I think he senses something he senses shifting it's happening at the moment. You know, at that moment in the present, there's another okay. moment in the future, and something. It's it's almost like you take it as or like an alternate um, dimension, or you know, yeah. you can look at it as a mm. a different reality. So it's happening at the same time, although yeah, time wise, it's not lineal. Timeline. Yeah, it's happening at the same time. Yeah. So okay. Superman's kind of sensing this attack that's happening to him in the future, which is also present on this other dimension. Yes. Um, and sure. I think, you know, he's probably able to sense that because A, the attacks focus on him and B, it's like, he's talking to 
you know, he's got super senses. He's talking to Slam Lady. Yeah, it's really cool. I like That's it. what I'm thinking. No, but you, mm. you're thinking otherwise, Adam. Well, because he, they, specifically state that he remembers Mars. Yeah. So my impression, I'm not sure, but like when he says something shifted, scenery was moving behind me. That's like this vague feeling. Like, how would you mm. describe? that yeah. a new memory was just added to your brain. How would you like, Okay. how would you be able to di- differentiate that that's a new memory yeah. instead of one that you've had? Right. And I think scenery moving around w- is maybe the abstract way of, 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 of describing yeah. how that would feel. <laughs> Can we just take a moment to appreciate Superman going, yeah, when he's getting his hand bitten by the Oh, thing. yeah. I don't know. This was very funny. He's in the plant. Yeah, do something. But yeah, so they have a toast. Mm-hmm. It's the triumph of good over evil, and then she tells him, "Yeah, the and story." I've, and I've just got to say as well, call out a shout out to the art. Um, I was mm. really loving the art. I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, you know this this issue. Um, is it um, Tim? Is it Brad? Uh, Rags. It looks Riley. like. Oh, it's Rags. Okay. Well, this page in particular looks like Brad Walker. Oh yeah, yeah there's yes, two yeah, artists. Tim, sorry, there's Brad two Walker. artists in yeah. this issue. Yeah. yeah. Brad Anderson on colors. That's kind of yeah. like their go-to guy for. Yeah, it looks really good. Um, yeah, they're really enjoying. It. Yeah, the the art does change. Uh, because earlier on, there's a great shot of Superman as well. Uh, second page. Just yeah. the, the face. Um, so I think that's a different. I think, again, that's Brad. Uh, but yeah. Mm. Really There's good. so many like poses and, and it's just so many really specific choices. I'd love for Grant to do an all star style breakdown for this. Because uh, mm-hmm. we, got, we got so much out of that all star interview. Mm. Um, it'd be cool if you did something like that first. Because I feel like there's a lot there that I'm probably not, you know, not, not that I need to get it, but it would just be neat to know. It'd be nice to know, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, this whole sequence is cool. We get the sort of yes, uh, so, partial backstory, I guess. Yeah, we get the um, yeah, the origins of Vindictive X, I guess, and uh, uh, Mixie and Mixie. Yeah, yeah, because this is the first time we kind of really, I guess, see him with his hat, as you kind of mm. know him. He looks looks slightly different to, you know, what we've seen Connor at least, where he's just the um, got the hair impish, yeah, with the white yeah. hair. So he's more alien like here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess just their native dimension. They look more like they look like elves, like fairy elves, mm-hmm. like not not like Tolkien mm-hmm. elves. Um, uh, but they're drawn pretty funny. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good, uh, I guess, summation of it. Just him being introduced and really kind of overshadowing Vindictive X uh, with his meager magical talents. But he pulls out, you know, uh, three hundred thirty-three different worlds. It was hat. I loved yeah. that. It was uh, a great yeah. page. That was so cool. Um, yeah. You know, and I like. <laughs> does this mean like that, Mister McSpitley created? Like uh, these worlds are created. Or something? <laughs> that's. I think that's kind of a neat idea that mm. he created. Um, the DC universe. Like I'm sure it's not quote unquote strict. I think it's a, I like it's, it's a little bit more complicated than that, but yeah. Oh mm. more complicated, right? <laughs> do you ever do you ever read Morrison's Doom Patrol? No. There's there's a character in there 
who I really want to though. I think it is it the Red King or something. It's it's fans will yell at what it is, but there is a character who uh, he has a house, and like one of the one of his closets is our universe, and oh. he so he he is like oh. they call him like he they're very vague about is this God, and it's just like casually like oh yeah your universe is just in my house that's mm. why i'm god but i think it's kind of a similar idea to that it's like it's it's vague uh but i think it more has to do with mixie has the power to roll up things in his in his house because yeah. that's kind of a nod to what the fifth dimension is in like real world physics you know as yeah it's also what magicians do they don't they don't create the things that they pull out of their hat either. sure yeah that's um, right yeah uh but yeah i really like it um also i have watched uh i watched the doom patrol show and they do name drop grant morrison yeah that that uh, guy that guy is in that show but i don't know if they allude to uh do you know the guy who's like he's like in all red and he's got like a a weird mask Uh, i think so it's it's a bit hazy it was sure he was he wasn't like a jack the ripper type was he? he that was that is the guy Okay, so in I the, know that in the that... comic they they have like they explain that he is maybe Jack the Ripper and also maybe God. <laughs> in <laughs> like, the so... in the show that was condensed to one episode, and I remember people complaining. Right. Um, but the <laughs> the other thing is that the show's inspired by, it, but I don't believe they're directly adapting his arc. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of a lot of elements from his arc. Um, mm-hmm. Good show, check it out, listeners. Uh, season three wasn't great, but still good. Speaking of um, obscure characters, did you Google any of the characters that the landlord lady names? Of Vartox who he challenged oh, on the three hundred thirty three yeah. worlds. Yeah. So Vartox originally, I was like, this guy's a reference to the Sean Connery. Uh, oh, was it Zardox, Zardoz, or whatever? That's interesting. Sean Connery, but I think DC did a spoof of him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's with, exactly what you thought, but it's also he's been around since the Bronze Age, and there there's like yeah. a, a good amount of Vartok stories in in so, Superman's history. Like he's a reoccurring character in, in Superman. I'll link uh, uh, in the chat. I'll link this ridiculous uh, picture. Um, but yeah, this is. This definitely oh, inspired that DC character. I'm not going to um, see that costume again, am I, Connor? <laughs> I won't link that one. I'll just okay. link headshot. Um, oh, yeah, that one. Yep, yep, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, and it looks like he's here as well. So I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and, uh, and then the other guy I know that is pre-existing is Super Turtle. <laughs> we'll see later, later too. Yeah, that I love so how that he actually a, shows up. Yeah. <laughs> So that was a character who was in like backups in like the I don't know sixties probably, right? Mm-hmm. And he was he was like a joke character, like it would, it would look like a like a Sunday's funny strip, yeah. But it was you know Super Turtle, and he'd do something dumb, you know. <laughs> so that's that's cool oh, that he was brought back. He couldn't fight the multi the uh, the no, he's not equipped whatever. to fight the. Uh, <laughs> The thousand-pointed spear. Yeah, or Sean Connery. Um, right. <laughs> I really love this part 
where she's like five D words sometimes come out like thunder and his ears are bleeding. Mm. Yeah. That was really, really cool. That's Superman's ears, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> So this this fifth dimension's like a much higher plane of existence. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, I want to say, too, like, if anyone's confused, I think what helps me is, like, get it out of your idea. Like, there, there's, like, a sci-fi for a while has conflated dimension with alternative Earth. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, they'll say, like, oh, in this world, freaking dogs walk man. We're in a different dimension. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bizarre. <laughs> but dimension means... As in where you are, like in space time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be occupying so, the same space. Yeah, right. Um, so get it out of your head that they're just in a in an alternative Earth dimension. It, yeah, it's, it's it's a it's a higher plane. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely yeah. I mean, I the way I look at Miss Bigwick is they're essentially gods in comparison to us, and mm-hmm. that's not. And again, that's just through the higher dimension, like. Right. It's a sci-fi uh, explanation of yeah. miracles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just remember, Connor, the... Was it Kurt Swan's rendition of the unimaginable um, I- image of Mitz Pickliff, remember? <laughs> you know, I, and I, I said it then, I love Kurt. That's the, one, that's the only time I've ever criticised his art. <laughs> what is the this? Only... I don't know if I know what oh, this is. Sorry, uh, yeah. Whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow? Oh, okay. The description of Mr. McSpitlick's pure form is so horrific and also he just unimaginable. Kind of it. Yeah, that yeah. You can't... And then the drawing is just like a squiggly purple. A guy. squiggly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess I'm with you there. That's not yeah. Kurt Swan's best. Yeah. And I just, I, I think, I mean, again, I, it's probably just something he's not. That's not his wheelhouse. Drawing stuff like that, you know. I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah. What? Well, yeah. But like, oh, he doesn't man. do cosmic he is, horror. He is... uh, <laughs> I guess, yeah. But he is undisputably like the king of Silver Age ideas, you know? Yeah. But yeah, yeah just, you're, I guess he can't do he can't do horror, I guess, yeah. yeah. No one's perfect, right? Exactly. Right. So, uh, his anniversary yeah. was recent. And oh, yeah, Tim Sale died uh, like a mm. day after him, I think, or day before yeah. him. So that's sad. Uh, oh, Tim Sale yeah. Did uh, Batman Long Halloween, Superman for All Seasons, Dead Devil Yellow. You know, he's done heaps yeah. of stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, Big legend. Great artist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah. And, yeah, so Mr. Vindictive X is getting jealous because Mr. Mick Spitlick is courting uh, the princess landlady. Mm-hmm. And he gave, gave her a necklace, which is three wishes, which will come up. Yeah. Um, but just, you know, classic, you know, very simple... Oh yeah, it's Fairy it's distilled title. to basically just you know jealousy and uh, yeah all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's good. Mm. And you know it feels it feels bad to be vindictive X, right? Like you know you've been trying to you know you have a crush on someone and some guy rock uh, just comes in, takes a girl. But on the other hand, it's like you know you choose how you react to that, and this is not the right way. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> to respond to that situation is not to like start Absol- killing people. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, uh, yeah. and then we have him commanding his army, and then, then the next yes. panel we go to. <laughs> Speaking of Swan, I noticed just now it's Swan Court. Oh, on yeah. the street. Like how every street is named after a comic oh, book creator well now. Oh, well done. Yeah, I saw that as well. <laughs> yeah. I can see that now as well, yeah. Anyway, cool. yeah, moving on. I think it was referenced earlier as well. Um, 
Kurt Swan in this mm-hmm. run. Uh, who was the there was a guy before him? Um, you guys keep going because I'm curious now. Uh, who, yeah. What are you trying to think of? Oh, the the artist that the big artist before Swan that really defines like Krypton. Yeah. Wayne Boring. Yes, Wayne. Oh, Boring. Just yeah, ask he's... Adam. <laughs> he's like he's like the guy. I, I, yeah, I had to I had down. to stroke my eagle and see if yeah. I could outrace Google. Ah, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, well, you did it. You did it. Yeah, um, but he, he's he's another classic. Uh, yes. Yeah. Anyway, but Swan did. I think if you look at the numbers, Swan has the hates. most Superman issues by like miles. Yeah. Like I, it, it's uncountable how much work he did because he was just on everything. And he got mm. like he got noticeably better as well you know yeah. I think that, like as the art evolved he evolved too like well and and you could probably people would say that was because he had different inkers too he, mm. his art looks different depending on who inks it and he had like you know maybe almost 30 inkers over his time like he did the dennis o'neill run bronze age right uh um, i don't know that, that um, was some of my favorite maybe yes yes yeah that was some of my favorite stuff he did anyway sorry sure. ray i know you're trying to say something <laughs> Oh no! I was just going to go on um, with the thing, but like you, we'd um, arrived yep. at the point of who was there before Kurt Swan. So yes, uh, yes, okay. no, that's all right. Oh no, no, just, oh, just uh, going on from where uh, you were about to lead off, Connor. As to yes. uh, next, we see Vindictive X um, basically grab. You know, I love these kind of three three objects: uh, the Nothing Coat. The Imaginator mm. and the million pointed multi spear. That's yeah. a lot of spearheads. So, uh, yeah. Did we ever see the Imaginator? I think it's like one of I the best names ever. <laughs> I, I just, I assumed it was a hat. I don't know, like the hat, but I don't, I don't think it. No, because really well, because Mixie has the hat. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I thought maybe he had. Yeah, no, I don't think so. You're right. That seems weird because that's just thrown in there. It feels like something we've missed. And he can't see it. Well, just when was it used? Hmm. Hmm. That's that's one thing I don't think I I got. It, There's two things in the in this ending here that I I'm going to need explained to me, and that's okay. one of them. Yeah, because the the, uh, the coat and the spear were, were clearly kind of used later on. Um, yes. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, I I just read it and. I saw the shadow, which rightly, yeah, later on goes on to say that it's uh, Mickey's derby hat. Um, but yeah, I just kind of forgot about that. But yeah, mm-hmm. true. I think um, I really want to see the Chroma conflict too. What the hell was that like? <laughs> <laughs> that goes back to there's just a line where you're like, well, all right, hold on. <laughs> Tell me, let's go back there. We also get the explanation here of like how Superman evolved, and they I like that he was Mixie's favorite trick and the mm-hmm. kids because he tricks back. Yes, and I thought that was mm-hmm. really cool. Um, you know, because like, right, I think... so, and that's cool too. Mm. It's it's a way to get back to like all continuity counts because yes. now we're assuming that this trick is every single time every comic from the fifties, sixties. 70s up to now that superman has encountered mixus pitalik is this trick and she all says mm-hmm. uh, they also say here he's like i don't remember outsmarting anyone called mixie and she's like you will yeah. right and i think this run is really friendly like this is a this run could potentially be like the you know it could fit in with 
whatever continuity you want. Like, he could just go on later to do... Because, like, so much stuff is referenced. Doomsday is referenced. Yeah, Doomsday. Fighting Mr. Speedwick is referenced. Superman versus Muhammad Ali gets a direct reference. Mm-hmm. Like, he says mm-hmm. a heavyweight champion taught me how to box. And that's yeah. obviously the... Which we haven't covered yet. Um, no, haven't. But, yeah. Been close, but, yeah. Yes, very close. Um, so I thought that was really cool. And I like, I love the idea of those stories having higher meaning now as being part of like this grand mm-hmm. sort of, because those stories are always cool. I always like those stories and the fact that they're now part of this big uh, saga. Yeah. Mm. You know? Um, but yeah, we, we get like this, well, we don't get to murder most foul yet, but well, yeah, yeah, Superman's fighting the... Getting hunted down still. Yeah. Back mm-hmm. to the the chase. The, the other chase in the future. He's pretty outmatched, but he's putting up a fight. It reminds me of um, the Sinister Six. Mm. You know, mm. just sort of uh, very outmatched. Just as um, yeah. Or Daredevil's Fearsome Five. <laughs> with oh, high Electro with the wipes of Leapfrog and the yes. Bazaar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a killer crew that was. Oh, God. That's like, that's the team I'll always make fun of. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> But, yeah, if yeah. they get retconned, yeah, I'm sure they'll be retconned to be a lot. No, no, if they do, I'm sure they'll be retconned to be a lot, lot better somehow. You imagine like a gritty <laughs> version of the leapfrog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, so it's it's a cool fight. Like there's yep. cool fights. You know, he blows up the uh, boilers beneath the mm-hmm. box, and he sort of lights up Eric Drecken. And like I think out of all of these. Eric Drekken's mm-hmm. really the one I want to see their meetings. Yep. The uh, Evolver. Yeah, because yeah. he's, like, tried to save him, apparently, and there's, His like... His powers are just so cool, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah go on. His... You had, how did you this had happen? Yeah. <laughs> like, how, right. how did he turn into this thing? Um, so, yeah. What a cool idea that, like, Superman being the man of tomorrow, just mm-hmm. a guy about regression and progress is essentially his powers yeah yeah i like i like when they come up with superman villains that kind of spins on him in some sort of way Mm -hmm. instead of just like uh apologies are like rogels are um you know or just like i don't know just some meathead uh sure yeah i don't know i like um like comet comet man uh, I mean, I know he's not a superhero, oh, yeah. but like the way he was used for this is like he's the pinnacle of human evolution. Like he yeah. is the literal man of tomorrow. I like that sort of stuff. Um, but anyway, uh, we get to Superman's fortress in Mexico, I believe. Or new. Uh, I, I looked it up where this place was because I was wondering if this was his Yucatan. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mexican state. It's got a bunch of ruins. Uh, yeah, it's got the Chichen Itza. I don't know how to pronounce it, but that really famous like Inca mm-hmm. pyramid. Um, and I like how he has a fortress here. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Little backup. Yeah. <laughs> Originally, I thought like, was this the Fort Tomorrow Fortress? But it wasn't because uh, I just got confused because they're both jungles. But anyway, uh, mm. it's cool. Um. Yeah, calling calls, the Legion, yeah, yes. the Legion and the Comet and Comet and the Wanderers. Oh, this is where he calls them. Yeah, yeah, I 
I missed that. And of course, you wouldn't miss the last one, Connor. I'm sure yes, crypto. Crypto. Who has a part to play, which I like. He's in this quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then we get to this murder scene. <laughs> yeah, we get. Oh, yeah. Like, this is weird. Obviously, going a little bit too far, and that kind of sets <laughs> things in motion. Uh, really, and and kind of sets him insane, right? As well, is that where yeah. he kind of really just loses the plot? Yeah, um, I think the the well, can, the feedback does something, right? Yes, mm-hmm. because is the feedback. I I I think the feedback is the story that we're reading. So when yeah. he stabs it, he's experiencing everything we've been reading so far. So when you say like, "Hey, yeah, this is when he kind of loses it," yeah. Yeah, he he just experienced like a a whole event in this one instant, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I mean, so yeah, that that specific feedback that was the multi. What's it called again? The million multi spear, million million pointed multi spear. Yeah, I'm just trying to remember what they called it in. Uh, oh, they the call third it that's, that is like the multitude. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So it manifests in the. 230 worlds that died instantly it manifests as as a a horde of angels this this apocalypse this scourge of worlds being this one thing is so cool Mm -hmm. to me yes Mm. um because they got so much set up it's like all the multitude the multitude and jor-el stopped it it's this huge thing and then it turns out it's huge for us but for them it's like just this one thrust Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I have um, a very clever analogy. Oh, yeah. say I'm very smart. Well, it's like <laughs> if you, Connor, at least you have like the omnibus in front of you. Uh, no, it's too unreal. It's, but I did so be. you do. <laughs> and then <laughs> if you have like a pitchfork with like, and the tongues are three different lengths, and you stab the omnibus. If you mm. open the pages to see like where the holes landed, that's like the the three different moments that were affected. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Well, well done, Adam. No, that's a very good analogy. Yeah. Um, I have a. I I looked up because I I, I want to keep going back to like I think what's cool about Morrison's writing is trying to. So I'm just laughing at Vartox in this battle. But anyway. <laughs> sure. But they, they try to uh, get you to see the world how they see the world. Because mm. um, we haven't even talked about, like, Morrison is famously, like, a chaos magician. And yes. uh, believes in, you know, manifestation of things with your mind. and. Yeah, that's why I love. Talking, I mean, there's so. a whole if if you want to like YouTube like Morrison Chaos Magic, you, you know, you'd maybe like understand this comic better. Weirdly, hmm. or if you read Super Gods, um, I have Super Gods. I've held off on reading it. It's so good. There's like I haven't read some of Grant Morrison stuff, which is famous. So I'm like mm, holding off to read that. Uh, it's, like it's, it's JLA. The best. Yeah. Um, Read Super Gods first, and then oh, you'll, you reckon? Love, you'll love all of his comics more. Okay. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll get on it. And then, speaking of a Morrison project you haven't read yet, you haven't read Multiversity yet, right? No. I've read, I've read one issue of it. It was very good. So I have a page from Pax Americana here. 
where it's uh, Captain Adam, which is like the Dr. Manhattan type. Yeah, yeah. And they explain in this comic that the way that, you know, physicists like to say, like, time is a flat circle, right? Mm. Morrison kind of puts forward, like, time is a comic book. Uh, so there's a quote here. The story's linear, but I can flip through the pages in any order, any direction, forward in time to its conclusion, back to the opening scene. The characters remain unaware of my scrutiny, but their thoughts are transparent, weightless in little clouds. This is how the two-dimension continuum looks to you. Hmm. Yeah, that's so a it's kind of a, a neat, at, uh, yeah. It's all yeah. happening at the same time, but you're just flipping through the pages. He's kind of applied that literally, I guess. Right. Uh, yeah. That's neat. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, that kind of, yeah, that's a cool way to look at this comic is like, now the story is out of order. You know, yeah, the pages have been rearranged, but to the fifth dimension, it's all they've read the whole book, they're getting all of the panels at once. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why, but like the horrified reactions make me laugh because it's like it's been such a nice elvish place, like a fairy place, and then the king just gets stabbed in the head, and everyone's like, oh. <laughs> it's a nice little contrast. Um, yeah, uh, so we get we get Vartox and Super Turtle trying to fight off the multiversity, yes. <laughs> um, and uh, we have a smoking hole and the hat. And the mm -hmm. feedback nearly kills them all, uh, and Vindic X. His arm. I mean, we don't mm -hmm. see that in the other guy, like in the, his other image, right? But so this. Yeah. It pops remember up uh, uh, issue 14, the ending. I was like, remember that line, uh, Ray? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he, he says, you and your dad hurt my hand. Oh, gosh. Or maybe he yeah. said hurt my hand. Uh, so yeah. that, that's, that's, uh, the, that's that, it. Okay. The injury to his arm is nice. Superman and Jor-El repulsing the, yeah, nice. the energies. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. yeah. they mentioned later that positive and negative energy thing, which which also, I guess, works for jor and Superman and his arm, you know? Right. Mm, uh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, but he... Uh, he uh, he hasn't imprisoned, imprisoned Mick Spitlick yet, but he does shortly after that, I guess. Uh, yeah. And then they sort of, you know, they talk about Revenge on his whole life at once, which is what we've been talking about, because um, he wants to take yeah. it out on Mick Spitlick's favorite trick. Because he got he he took care of Mick Spitlick, so it's like, what's the next best thing? Yeah, his favorite his favorite toy. Mm -hmm. So we get a uh, a bit of a look at the past as well again. Um, hmm. Round rounds out, I guess, where um, the opening where we opened, yeah, yeah, and and the injection of vindictive X there um with clark's parents yeah and uh, so he's with lana you know things are going well in smallville but not not for long yeah they're dancing at the prom they're like yeah. uh you know it was always you and me against the world and now they all want to be us if that was a nice line um, mm. but yeah the cops show up and they're like your parents are dead 
It's like, no, pearls. Oh, God. Yeah, we just get balloons this time. (laughs) Yeah, balloons instead of (laughs) pearl falling. But, yeah, so that uh, things have happened back, you know, in the past um, there. And then we kind of jump to back to the princess. Um, yeah. And uh, and uh, I guess more of the aftermath of Vindictive X's actions. Um, but, yeah, she kind of – so she jumps ship, right? Like she um, – Yeah, she jumps into right. his hat, we find out later yeah. on. But, yeah, she escapes to this dimension. Yeah. Uh, Which we – I think we talked about this before. I was, I was confused, like – if fifth dimensional people, what were their human forms? So she jumped back and then maybe like the best way to think of it is like reincarnated as mm-hmm. a baby on earth. Yeah. Oh, that's her. I yeah. really thought yeah. that was Mick Spitlick. Like she gave birth to him. No, so that's, oh, no. that's her. So she makes more sense. That's her, that's so her, she, that's her escape was, pod. Right. <laughs> she got born a human woman. Yeah. Her escape pod is the consciousness in a baby. Yeah. I guess and, then, yeah. and then we find out when she was 25, when she just, at 25 years after that baby was born, Yeah. she, I'm jumping ahead, but she used her second wish to bring Mr. Mixius Kudelik back. Yes. And he just manifested, he came to Earth as, a, as an old man, I think. Mm. I think yeah, they're just they're just kind of an older man, like yeah. If they were human, um, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, then she gets shot in the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, which she knew was coming. Which yes, is cool. Yeah. Um. So you know, so her first two wishes. So her first wish was, as you said, Adam, uh, bring back Mister McSpitlick, Mister Mister Triple X, and then. Yeah. Uh, the second wish was to erase Clark Kent's parents' death from history. That was nice of her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the thing about her that I like is that, unlike Mick Spitlick, she doesn't look down on Clark as a lesser life form. No, not yeah. at all. She really has, res- like, she's got respect for him. Yeah. I mm. guess, which is, uh, which, which Mick Spitlick does as well, but just to a different, in a different way. Um, yeah, yeah. Mick Spitlick doesn't consider him... I think anywhere near like his level, like he doesn't, he never treats him like an equal. Despite right. the fact no. that he yeah. just definitely respects. I think, him. Yeah, yeah, I my preferred version of Mister Mixius Picklick is he'll always look at Superman as an interesting toy. Yeah, like a, or even like a nice pet or something, you know. Sure. Um, and in this version, it's yeah, it, it's just a, a stage show. Hmm. So, but yeah, that's that's a good point. Princess Landlord sees him as. A fully formed equal. Yeah. Well, and maybe that's, that's treating from him. living yeah. life on Earth, you know? Yeah, true. Yep. And well, just, just, yeah. Yeah, being human. Like, so It's just something I noticed. Uh, unlike every other fifth dimension person we've seen, she's sincere. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. Uh, and yeah, likeable. that's a great point. Um, yeah. I mean, Mr. McSpitlick's likable, but like, he's not a nice person. Mm. <laughs> you know, he's just. Uh, but she, quote unquote, dies. Not really. Uh, she gets shot and dies, but she escapes into, like, the red of... Yes. The symbol. Symbol yeah. via her blood or whatever in yeah. the second dimension, which was cool because it's a 2D drawing. Yeah. So yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, She's flat. And Dictex is like, add a 5D princess to your list of kills. I like, love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I yeah, love that line because I, I, yeah. I do think that uh, Nimrod is like, oh, hell yeah, that's a good thing to have on the list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, as opposed to just like an elderly woman. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah so, sure. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> big trophy, this one. Yeah. yeah. And this is a really cool. We get like, there you are. And this is really cool. We have Zadu's voice echoing. Yeah. In three different times. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The present, past, and like the future. Future, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. when he's fighting them. Yeah. Uh, cool. And yep. next, the second death of Superman, and we get the backup, the Shellyfish backup, which is basically Mr. Yeah. Mick Spitwick and the King's story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just a bit more of their kind of um, their budding romance. Um, yeah, this princess. is definitely a, one of the backups I was talking about where it's like, all right, we just hit you with a lot. Mm-hmm. This backup's going to make it a little bit more clear. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing is that Ganesh is there. Uh, the the god, uh, the uh, it's Hindu. Oh, the Hindu, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just there, saying. like <laughs> yep. running, know, running away. Really fun. Oh. Yeah. It's just like this sort of cartoon version of Ganesh with like this refrigerator. Yeah, um, totally random—a rocket or a missile or something. And you know, let's—we could go into the implications of Ganesh being in the fifth dimension. That's a whole can of worms. Uh, yeah, uh, that's not. <laughs> it's an amazing can of worms, but we won't go into yeah. it. Um, but yeah, he's playing tricks on the king, who's a jolly old fellow. He's yeah, he just seems very likable. Like he, he the king, you know, really enjoys his, you know, his tricks, his company. Mm-hmm. Why was he? Why was he sad in the first place? I can't remember because they couldn't, they couldn't wake him up, uh, or something. I don't no. know if there was a particular reason. It's just kind of like it just feels like a fairy tale thing. Mm. Yeah, the king who needs cheered up. Yeah, yeah, the sad king thing. Oh, since the but last I don't, 20... I don't, I don't know if they dampered that with like, oh, it's because. Uh, yeah, they said the queen know, died. Genocide was happening in his kingdom. <laughs> No, no, it was just it was just the queen dying. I think is what she sure. said. Uh, so nothing too dark, uh, but yeah, um, he has like he's rubbing his ear with a snake, and then he's like, "I pulled custard out of you." I know it's weird, but it's funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like the whole as you said, the whole romance. Uh, this is very nice art, mm-hmm. and lots of lots of funny things like the moons, Mister Mixpitlick, and stuff, and you know, just yeah, flowers, yeah, yeah, stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it Chris Sprouse is doing? Who uh, did the annual as well? He's doing all the backups from now on. I think. Oh, okay. is he? Okay, cool. And he yeah. he crushes it. Yeah, Carl, Carl I love it. The inker yeah. for this as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Great you know, colors really as well. Yeah. Yes, yes. Who is the colorist? Just like uh, Jordi uh, Belair. Yes. Oh, okay. Love it. But then we get to you know. The dark times, uh, or time of when he decides to use the multi sphere to stab the king, and then mm-hmm. she jumps into his hat. Jumps into the hat, yeah. And we see Mister McSpitlick imprisoned. Mm-hmm. But then uh, we have the narrator going, you know, the magician who is Vindicta X. You know, he was determined to tear. He crushes freedom. His greatest trick, but the joke is on him because the Man of Steel was the imp's favorite trick, not his greatest. That will mm. come up later. Um, and then we cut to... 
the I guess princess. Yeah, post twenty five years. Yes, um, when she summons him. Yeah. And they have like a magician act together. Yeah. She's like his assistant. He's Mystic Mister Triple X. And then he gets sick because he's human, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then they have a baby made of music. Yeah. And uh, like, and they're like, should we name him Platypus? <laughs> I know, that was cool. I thought. <laughs> um, but Furlan, they go for Furlan. Yeah, his greatest trick of all. Yeah. Yes. And you know, uh, Princess gets emotional because she knows yeah, that he's, uh, he's imprisoned. I guess so. Like, uh, was the fifth dimensional imprisonment why he got sick? I don't know. Maybe he just got oh. sick. Of means, so. Yeah, he's, a, he's also in prison in the fifth dimension. True. Maybe um, it's a combination of both that and yeah. his human form. Um, you know, just being human. Yeah. That's yeah. actually 15. Things should go a bit faster now that we've established all of the crazy stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 16, we have um, the, the last night of tomorrow or whatever, the super... Doomsday Superman, uh, he's got Clark and he's crashing through a wall. Yeah, yep. And I totally forgot uh, about the cover when I was reading this. So when he did appear, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ray. So did you expect him to come back? No, no. But, I mean, no, but, like, when he did appear and from what we saw in the previous issue, you know, it kind of made sense. Like, Morrison's pulling all... The previous issues and the stories kind of together so yeah yeah it's good that he made it wasn't a surprise i guess but it was no no yeah it's cool that they tie that in that like the themes from that issue into this as well Mm -hmm. they bring that whole thing back uh plus it's always funny to see like the 90s descend from the sky and start beating up superman uh um not that i'm saying the 90s comics are bad they weren't 90s are great (laughs) <laughs> They're just so easy to make fun of, <laughs> you know. Low hanging fruit. Oh, very low hanging fruit. Yeah, and a lot of it was bad, like dead of. Oh yeah, of course. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so which is sixteen. So we have we start off in thirty thirty. The Legion. Something's right. gone quite wrong in the future. Mm-hmm. This is not oh. the Legion we're used to seeing. Yep. There's I was going to say, I'd, I'd love, I mean, you know, we'll yeah. get to it, but the guy at the end is cool. Oh, the, the, the villain. Universo? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's good. Anyway. Yeah, that was interesting. But yeah, there's this sort of dictatorship going on. Yeah. Uh, things are very bad. The Legion's yeah. nearly wiped out, uh, or, you know, they're, they're on the run or whatever. So they're sort of, uh, they're like the thing that kind of kicked this off was the second death of Superman, which is permanent. So then they, uh, their whole scheme is to get into the last time bubble to go back to help Superman. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Superman also called them, but they don't mention that. That's right, yeah. Unless I missed it. But uh, either way, oh, he's called no. them and they're coming anyway. Uh, yeah. And through the sacrifice of Chameleon and uh, the other guy. I so. love the snake. The snake's cool. Yeah. The snake is so cool. It's it's got mechanical little arms to hold yeah. some guns. Yeah, uh, but it's a, just a, 
Sorry, Adam. A, a pro tip for anybody like trying to make comic characters: if like you want somebody to like a character instantly, make them a big animal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> this snake is so cool. Yeah, I was about to say it's very it simple. Out. It's just yeah. a snake. Like it's nothing really else apart from the futuristic, you know, weapons. Um, yeah, little it's, robot it's arms. Little robot arms. But you know, it, it, and also I guess added to the fact it does a very kind of valiant thing, which. Always got props, mm, yes. you know, to, to hold off, hold them off as the bubble goes. So that's good. Yeah. Um, then we get to so Ray. I don't know if you know, but this this gold statue right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that. The only difference is that it's a new fifty two costume, and that's like the standard uh, statue that goes up after Superman's killed by Doomsday. Like that's oh. a landmark in Metropolis. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Except he usually has the trucks. Um, oh, okay. But oh. yeah, so this is this is the way of saying, oh, that happened. Yes. Still. Okay. Um, again, this run is like, it just assumes like Adam kind of said everything Superman, like all Superman continuities might have happened. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Uh, Similar to All-Star. It's just Morrison writes like everything yeah. is in play. Yeah. Like even even that if Crisis on Infinite Earths never happened, you know? Mm. Yeah. Or did and didn't reset everything. Yeah. Yeah. So they're meeting Clark. Uh, Clark wants to meet there. Uh, this is Jimmy and Lois, by the way. Because yeah. um, they're back. And then the sky turns red. This feels very familiar. And it's like, this is the day that Doomsday was here. Yeah. And then the meteor crashes and it's Superman. And we even have like the little Death of Superman logo. In the credits. oh yeah, in the yeah, yeah the second death of Superman yes oh yeah, oh, yeah the little yeah. oh yeah the bloody yep yeah yeah. Mm. yeah yeah and this Not, Superman he's like I was on Mars he's yeah. colliding days and years together mm-hmm. and he tells them to find Mister Triple X yeah mm. and this is cool because then we get Zadu coming in so you mm. know and you know like. Superman's dire warning about his colliding days, years together. Yeah. You know, things are going to go a little bonkers here. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, Zadu, which, again, we, we've seen back in, was it issue 13, I think? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we've yes. seen him, I mean, on the cover last issue and, you know, um, briefly in the background uh, as Superman were fighting the others. Yeah. yeah, so he's here. So he's jumped into this kind of, where were we here? At, um AD yesteryear, first age of superhumanity. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, there's no specific date. No, but Um, yeah, but they're jumping times here. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Zadu, these two pages are, Mm. uh, they're Brad Walker pages. Like, you ever have, like, pages that feel so special because you can, like, hear them? Uh, Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I hear that thud when he lands and, like, yeah. When he's boxing, it just it it looks incredible, and you can yeah. really, like, feel you can feel the impact of everything. Zadu landing is such a cool shot. Yes, yeah. it's yeah. very very nice layouts here. Yeah, like these are like layouts that can be taught in a class. I'm saying like that it's it's that level. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, and this is where we get the. No one ever taught you to box, Doctor. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty smart. Um, yeah, but being that call out to um to Muhammad. 
Wait, that was pretty cool. Wait a minute. I'm looking at a digital scan, and he mm-hmm. says, but mm-hmm. no one ever taught you to box, Doctor. But I could swear in my omnibus it said I was taught by a heavyweight. Oh, okay. Oh, can you box. verify that? I don't know if you got that on. I have it on a floppy, and it says no one ever taught you to box. All right, I'm going to go. Yeah. You guys keep talking. I'm going to okay. go to omnibus and check that All out. Right. Right. Yep, yeah, so... Um, the fight ensues, and we get Susie as well, um, the little girl, but with a difference here because she's got Lois uh, right in front of her, Aunt Lois. Mm. So um, we get a bit more of an explanation. You know, as Connor mentioned earlier, she's been kind of coerced by Vindictive X uh, to help out. Um, otherwise, he'll hurt the people that she loves. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, I'll say too, there's some nice Lois moments in, in this conclusion here. Mm-hmm, yeah, I think I kind of said before, like, oh, not enough Lois in this run. That's the major down point. But it's right. it's not nothing. I guess, no, you know? yeah, I, I enjoyed uh, Lois's and Jimmy's like input in these latter yeah. issues. I thought yeah. they were quite good. Um, they they seem useful. All right, at least. Yeah. Um. So that, that panel there specifically says in the omnibus, yep. but the world heavyweight champion taught me to box. Oh, wow. Wow. Awesome. Nice. It's a clear, I don't know the story behind that. What did they change uh, it? Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Like, yeah, it's a weird change. Cause and you, he, you have the, the, like, fixed omnibus, right? Yes. <clears throat> that's yep. interesting. I have the fix on this, but Adam, you have the trades, and you're saying it says no one ever taught you. To I I have the I have the original floppy, yeah, in front of me. Okay, and it says no one ever taught you to box. All right, Connor, you might have okay. a one of a kind on this. You can sell I'm gonna it. I'm going to go check my trades. That's trade. fascinating. Yeah. While you guys keep going, <laughs> great. Yeah, check everything, please. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, Lois and and Jimmy, I think were really yeah. well used here. Um. I like the fact of uh, what is it? Um, how Zadu falls apart because it's uh, what is he? It's it's willpower or what? Um, yeah, w- yeah, willpower. Right, will keep suit. power keeps him in, uh, in the. I wanted I wanted to say three D world, but let's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, exactly. it keeps him. It keeps him out of the phantom zone. It, it mm. lets him manifest in the physical world. Yeah, it's probably the best way to say it. Because it was it was so the, really awesome to uh, later on we'll see. Uh, is it uh, Adam? You mentioned Adam Drake, no relation. Blake. Blake, <laughs> Blake sorry, Adam Blake. Yeah, uh, he he, he just him. viscerates, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just in, with he one. Just like it's it's your will against mine, and just and he's a mental hero too. So I think that has right. To do okay, with so yeah, that was really cool. Um, right. so, yeah, sorry. Oh, yes. Oh no. How, how does <laughs> do it, you have a thought that you want to finish? Oh no! I was just going through what happens next with Superman just having a real hot go at Zadu. Right, uh, cracks him across the face. Yeah. Um, but he he's too strong. Like he's still too strong. But you see him slowly unraveling. And I guess mm. a battle of wills against Superman. He's kind of well. He, he eventually kind of unravels. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Go on. How do you go? No, no, I was about to say that kind of leads us into a yeah, big reveal. But it's trade good... is the same yeah. thing. It says the trade says, but the heavyweight champion. Oh, wow. So this oh, change goes all the way back to the trade. It's a change that happened when it was collected as a trade. And that's okay. the initial 
the initial hardcover trade as well that would have been released quite shortly. Yeah, right after this. So I'm, I'm what I'm reading mine off the um, Alexology. No, the DC Infinite ah. app. So <laughs> the official DC, you know, app for all their their digital stuff, and it's got it hasn't got that. It's got what um, Adam said. So, so that makes more easy. sense. Actually, makes more sense to me that it was a trade because I do think before things come out as a trade, they do usually ask the writers like, "Hey, is there anything by any line?" Oh, they do. Okay, real quick. Right. That's any, so like, interesting. Any, any, they usually do like any coloring mistakes. Okay. I've never seen like a line just drastically like tech, like, change just, like that. Mm, yeah. Maybe Grant really wanted that line. I guess. Yeah. And he's like, like, maybe he was like, I should have used this line. Right, right if after he said, hit hit the printer, he was just like, oh, shit, I, I should have put a Muhammad Ali reference. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, why yeah. didn't I do that? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, because I, because I, I'm guessing Grant, you know, because like some writers like that Superman knows like the basics of boxing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it would make sense that Park Kent would know that. Mm-hmm. Um. So maybe that turned into like I should have yeah like you said I should have referenced Muhammad Ali I mean I like I like the Ali reference. I Speaking of, I, I don't know if we've <laughs> talked about this before, but I love that as uh, Superman's like if you had to compare his fighting style to something, I love comparing it to uh, think of it as boxing because it, it's like this very physical thing that people kind of underestimate how much like thought process goes into it you know oh, yeah, yeah. I mean? boxing is it's very fantastic. meticulated even though it looks just like just tankish you know i always yes. i always so i i did it for a few years i always swear by boxing it's like one of the best martial arts you can do oh like, right on yeah um yeah and so i really like it when superman knows how to box because it's not yes. like when superman knows kryptonian martial arts stuff it always feels a bit weird to me because it's just inorganic to his character, sure. but boxing right. is a very Western thing that he could feasibly learn when he's growing up. Yeah. So I, I prefer Superman knows how to throw some hooks and jabs and he's just a brawler who can't fight, mm. which is how some people write him, even though I think he said, oh, okay. maybe it was even in this run where he's like, you know, I've learned how to fight because I've had to fight so many <laughs> right. villains, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so where you guys, uh, he just beat up Zadu. That's where you guys are at, right? Yeah. And we right, we're going reveal. into, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Vindictive Mr. X revealing himself next. Yes. yes. As so, not only on the screens, but as a three-faced demon. Love that look. Yeah. So this this reminded me of uh, some art I've seen of Shiva, the destroyer, slash creator. Um, but I looked at, at, at the end of the omnibus, there was like some notes for, and one of the notes was granted a sketch of this to send to Ragnarok. He's like, do this, but better. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, cause it was like, you know, crummy drawing, but, um, and, uh, he sort of, it seems he was inspired by, uh, Da Vinci's Vitruvian. What is it? Vitruvian? Vitruvian? Vitruvian, yeah. Man, yeah, yeah. which uh, we've seen him reference before in All Star as well. He has a thing with that, and uh, so I think mm-hmm. that was like the basis for this design. Okay. Um, but it's really I cool. I think you're, I think you're right on though with the, um, what was the first thing you mentioned? Uh, Shiva. Yeah, Shiva. I, I Shiva, think yeah. I don't, I don't think you're far off there either. I think it's 
Mm. I think Morrison loves to mix stuff like that it's, and make it feel like it's like if they make it a little bit of everything, yeah. then it just feels like something all, in yeah. that wheelhouse instead mm-hmm. of one specific thing. Yeah, she was and, very, uh, right, and and also Morrison loves Indian myths. Like they wrote, oh, does uh, he? Yes. Yeah, they have a, a very deep understanding of it, and they they wrote um. The comic, I think it's 90 Days. Have you ever seen that? No. No. I have to make sure I got the title right. But it, it's a whole comic about the a very prominent uh, Indian story. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and, like, the whole thing with Shiva is it's a very universal type of deity, mm-hmm. uh, sort of creator slash destroyer deity. And um, I think it's something that Morrison would totally put a nod to. In can I can I real quick say it's eighteen days. Eighteen days. Okay, eighteen days. Grant Morrison's eighteen days. The Mahatma Harada. Wait, that, if I can't say that. That's one of their two epics, right? They have correct. Three. It's it's that in comic form. It's it's very much like a uh, how many? Because that's like one of the world's longest texts. Like how many issues? Right. Is that, right. Uh, so it's it's a it's a long series, but it's it's very good. Um, it's it's very much a Morrison saying like uh, Western audiences can't comprehend what this story kind of is. I'm gonna make it more like uh, you know, more comic booky. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, yeah Mahabharata. I mean, I've Mahabharata. It's something that like people say is always like, you know, it's worth reading, but it's mm-hmm. so, so long. Well, I read the comic. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like like a, a small brain like me. They're just like, oh, just I have comic, no but... idea he did that. That's so interesting. Because that, that, yeah, that's something I've been, I've been talking about those two epics like a while ago. I was talking about those two epics. Check so. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cool reveal. Uh, and... Then we get, uh, like, he is, like, this kind of spider mm-hmm. all over with, like, the planets in the web, and he's sort of all webs, over yeah. Earth yeah. in, like, different dimensions. Yeah, uh, and you whoop. see him, yeah, cradling all these different panels that we've seen previously at once. Yes. Yeah. So it's reinforcing that idea in a very nice visual. What did yeah. you guys think of these couple of things, uh, these couple of panels, I guess? Love it. Yeah, good, yeah. As, um, as Adam said, it really just encapsulates, I guess, what um, what the whole um, motivation for for Vindic- vindictive yes. death was, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and what, uh, basically what what's happened, like what what's his what he has his fingers um, all over. Yeah, his role is really kind of like a spider in this mm. run, and I it reminds me a bit. Of like with the eyeballs and stuff of the was it the Chrono Monster and All Star? Oh. oh sure, yeah, the Chronovore. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Chronovore, yeah. yeah. Um, it's interesting because yeah. I'm pretty sure these two pages are Rags Morales. I don't know. Yeah, um, I think they're Brad Walker. Really? I, I think the first. Mm. Yeah, it might be a mix, like. Oh, I don't know. Uh, the first page looks like the one you're talking about with the eyeballs. That looks yeah. like um, rags. 
But panels, yeah, the panels first above one that definitely. are definitely rags. Yeah, yeah. but the, the TV screen and the the little man Vindictive X looks like right. um, Brad. Yeah, yeah. Well. Um, you can definitely tell, like, if you look at Jimmy on the first page, that's, yes. a, that's a Brad yeah. Walker face. Oh, Brad Walker. I was okay. about to say it's a rags for us. I was about to say no. rags, yeah. Um, really? <laughs> I think this is all Brad Walker is my guess. Okay. Uh, well, see, I, I feel like that's a textbook Rags Morales face, that Jimmy face. So I guess we'll, I guess we'll never know. Um. Jeez, yeah, it, I guess it blends really nicely. It does, bl- yeah, yeah, it must blend really well. Um, but he's he's saying, Mister Vindictive Man, he's saying, you know, he's yeah. advertising to every television on the planet. He's like, when Superman comes begging for help, say no. Yeah, and oh, I'll, I love. Yeah. I'll give you like what and what, what you'll give yeah. him. A place in his forever kingdom. Yes. Yeah. So just, you know, just renege Superman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we have Superman getting beaten up by the Kryptonite men. Mm-hmm. Squad, whatever. <laughs> then Crypto comes in. He looks feral. Yeah. He's taken out Metal. He's very feral. <laughs> you say, yeah, Metal, yeah. Uh, what is it? Metal? Metallic. Yeah. Metallic. Metallic. Metallic, Metallic. yeah. Metallic. And he's gone. And he wishes past, grabs Superman... Um, yeah, and then I like this look for crypto because it's like it's a third kind of different look I've seen now. I I was gonna say, like, this is these panels, I think, are are why this crypto got erased because people didn't like to see this crypto this scary looking. The the reason I like this, though, is this is the most feral he is because he's protecting his master, and like, this is like you do not want to. Like yeah. a Kryptonian guard dog, you don't want to yeah. <laughs> attack yeah, their master. Yeah. You know, don't mess uh, with yeah. them. I think, yeah, a, crypt- a Kryptonian dog is scary. Like, if you're not, if you're being a bad dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You know, Imagine, it, it hurts uh, getting a regular dog bite. And, like, Superman's going to beat you up, but he's not going to bite you. He's got a yeah. ball. <laughs> like, like, that hurts. Yeah. So, did you, did you say, Adam, what, did they take out these panels or something? No, no, no. I'm oh. saying this is this is why crypto got changed back to cute little oh, boy. Oh, okay. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can see from the perspective of somebody reading this in, you know, 2012. Yeah. 2000, whenever this came out. Yeah, going, oh, this is Probably 2013. Bit... Like, this was... Yeah. To a lot of comic book readers, this was like, like what, you know, Batman versus Superman did to Superman, where it's just like, oh, yeah, everything's yeah. going dark and gritty now. Ah, uh, okay. I yeah. think it's such a if if they took issue with those this specific page, I think that's so petty because I don't think this specific page, but pages uh, like yeah. this where crypto looks more like a monster. Yeah. Uh, without considering like the the specific the moment. Yes. Yeah. Context is everything. I think people need to understand. Uh, you know, random Twitter pages etc uh, <laughs> like how many times and i'm sure you've seen people post like a page from a comic and everyone freaks out but there's no context sure whatsoever yeah. uh yeah. you know but anyway uh lois and jimmy are driving to the hospital and nimrod's gone up to assassinate mr triple x yeah because he doesn't look conspicuous at all yeah he's just walking <laughs> up yeah casual. well the With world the gun, like, it looks the like the apocalypse uh there's yeah, black right. black rain and red sky, and everyone's like, "This is what happened when Doomsday killed Superman." Uh, mm-hmm. And they're they're all looking at Krypton like a Kryptonian guard hound is unbeatable. Oh yeah, Zadu says that. Um, mm-hmm. 
But uh, so somehow Mr. Vindictivac got chained up in Kryptonite. Oh, he's just carrying the chain. I think. Oh, okay. Oh, right. yeah. yeah, I thought, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that too, but yeah, right. I think they just tried to make a cool way, a cool and visual just, of him. Yeah, he's just yeah. lugging it. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, lugging it. I like what he does here now. He calls crypto. That he says something. I and... thought that was just a swear word, like in his language. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was like a, like a spell. I don't know. Oh yes, yeah, right. Yeah, because right. yeah, he yeah um, yeah. And we get we get a question mark from crypto. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh. And they chain them up, and then um, I like that. Yeah, and the owl, O U W L. It's like a like a a wimp, a whine, a whimper. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, guys. This has a better ending than whatever happens to the matter tomorrow. Crypto doesn't die horribly. <laughs> <laughs> that was a talking point. Um, but anyway, uh, so Nimrod's just about to shoot him in the face with like this automatic rifle like <laughs> die he just says die. Such a... I don't know, can't you get like a pistol or something um he's not really he one likes to self his, is he yes so. he likes his giant yeah. remember he came after clark with a rocket launcher yeah right? <laughs> but nimrod the jobber gets taken out by jimmy olsen lois lane he hasn't had a good showing he hasn't now nah. mm. he set those minds that credit play itself cool true but... That he's a loser. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't seem to be the most like the, the most deadly hunter. Um, he's no craven. Yeah, yeah he's no, no craven. Even no. though he's, that's the obvious analog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Lois takes him out with a fire hydrant after Jimmy tackles him. Not a fire hydrant, a fire extinguisher. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, beautiful art here again, just with mm. Lois in the subsequent pages. Mm-hmm. Um, and a little tear from Mixie as well, which is okay. So, so Lois's face there. Mm-hmm. Who's whose art do you think that looks? Yeah, like? Yeah, that's Brad's, right? Brad Walker. Yeah. Okay, so that's what Jimmy's face looks like to me in the other one. Uh, really? <laughs> right. Yes. It wasn't right, as detailed, okay. but anyway, go on, I could go on, I could see on. this as rags actually, but rags? I, no way. This one. They well, must have. Eyes. I'm gonna look at. They don't. They don't uh, separate. The credits by who did what page, but they must have all the same. No, yeah. two different anchors. Oh, okay. so that's I don't, the anchors maybe, maybe deserve credit for um, maybe the inkers are simpatico. Yeah, some, some consistency. Andrew Hennessy and Mike Mark, sorry, Mark Props. They really, uh, I don't know if maybe they coordinated and said, like, we have to ink this exactly the same way. Mm. The next who knows? page, I don't know. Is a, Next page is a hundred percent rags. I know yes. that. There's, there's, there, there is talk about if Rags Morales was the right choice for all this high concept sort of. Oh, art. really? Okay. Because um, Rags originally signed up for low sort of scale Superman for very right. Herculean stuff, and not this sort of super insane power level kind of stuff. Uh, right. I think it's fine, but I think. I feel like at this point in the run, you could have gotten a really unique artist to all this stuff. But I think that's part of the run, the part of, part of the drawbacks of the run being in like covering so many genres of Superman. Because mm. mm. um, I feel that's, like artistically, yeah. you could have gone like something really weird, like on the level of uh, Arkham Asylum or something. That does uh, speak to. And I, Rags Morales is amazing. 
Yeah. He, he's a, it's very detailed and like, but you're right. He did like say in an interview, like, I love, 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 love that we're back to uh, street, street level, level. Oh, okay. depowered Superman. And Morris yeah. and May wasn't on the same page about that uh, mm. or just couldn't help themselves escalating <laughs> to this point. So it, but it, it speaks to, you know, the, I, I say there's pros and cons with the new 52. I don't want to like shit on the new 52, but the, the con was as a blanket, they wanted everything to have the same tone. Yeah. So that's why I don't think a stylized artist would have been an option at all. Okay. If they wanted to do that, you know what there's, I mean? There's the other thing. Well, to be fair, this run was like, we let Grant do what he wants as long as he uses right, the right, right. costume. Right. But I think the other thing is like, in Rags Malice's defense, he didn't leave. Like he, oh yes, because this run extended. I mean, let's be clear too; he's still crushing it. Yeah, mm. it's it's just yeah, you're right. It's just a matter of like, is this what he wanted to be doing, or yeah, is and, this like, yeah, should this look like, like what if like Mike Allred drew this? You know, mm. Mm. oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah, different tone, totally. We get to see mm-hmm. more Mike Allred Superman soon. No, yes, makes oh, sense. When yeah. is what is that? Uh, do you remember the Space Age that got announced? Oh. We talked it's about that. be good. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we get Super Doomsday with his yeah. expression of 90s, like his facial expression. <laughs> Just yeah. like that gritted teeth. Yeah. Uh, which makes me laugh. Uh, I, wonder, I want to know, like, uh, the. I mean, obviously they went for, like, a sort of fascist thing with his design. Mm-hmm. But I would have loved to have known, like, the exact thought process behind designing this, like, uh, edgy sort of Superman. Right. Um, well, they, I mean, the whole point of him was, like, if Superman was made by a focus group. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if... And I guess Morrison felt like, oh, well, then he would look armored up and badass. You know, Which is it's, funny it's kind of a it's... play on that. It's such a for a Superman comic. It's such a cynical uh, concept. Yes, <laughs> which is kind of true. Like it speaks to the cynic in me. Uh, but yeah, uh, he's cool. Uh, yeah, people, yeah. you know, they they like to point out that, and it's, it's true that uh, Super Doomsday is like he represents the corporation side of the story. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the yeah. the other side of that is he represents the what the audience says thinks they want side of Superman, you know? I mean, how, how ironic is it at this point that Dan Didio wanted Superman to become an authoritarian white right-wing figure? Well, uh, that's like, debatable, by the way. Is it? <laughs> well, I, the way Morrison tells it is like, I knew Dan Didio was lying to me, and he just oh. was trying to goat me into huh. writing more Superman. But who knows? Interesting. I know he didn't deserve to get fired like that. <laughs> sure. like I, I know that much because, like, he... That's another whole can of worms. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Very briefly, I'll just say, though, people always focus on the negatives when it comes to him and never yes. some good stuff that came out while he was yes. there. Yes. You know? And also, he was right about most things. But we can move on. <laughs> yes, let's, let's move on. Uh, so, Satin Girl wakes up. Uh, Gizzy. For the record, I don't like her. Okay. Saturn Girl? 
Yeah. Great. I don't know. I, the whole, uh, especially the way she carries herself in these issues, like it was just. Like, I love Saturn Girl. Feels yeah. like a real. But I, I'm reading whole, her with with the I already liked her from other yeah. runs. Yeah. 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 Just the whole psychic. You know, she uses it very liberally, just dominating people. Mm. Um, but anyway. Uh, well, I think what's interesting about Saturn Girl, it's not in this run. But in, in other stuff, it touches to like, well, that you got to understand that she's from Saturn. She's from a whole yeah. community of psychics. Right. So yeah. to her, that's just, that's just yeah. life. That's how yeah. they're doing things 24-7. Yeah, she yeah. It's weird to consider that she would just, when she meets other people, she'd do it another way. Yeah. And I, I'd only seen her, like, also, Connor, I think we... Did, were they Silver Age? Early Silver Age? It did, yeah. A couple of, of Legion. Yeah, so, and to me, she seemed um, a little bit of a dunce back there. But, like, <laughs> now with, yeah, just in, in this story, yeah, I think she's got a lot more kind of purpose. And uh, she's just a little bit more, um, you know, she takes a, a bit more initiative, I think, in this compared to the, the classic version that I've mm. seen her in. So, yeah, I, I mean, I like all, all three of them, actually. I think they're uh, really cool. But speaking of initiative, you want to know a fun fact about Saturn Girl? Mm-hmm. Uh, first female character to lead a team. Oh wow! Really? She was. She got elected uh, leader of the Legion at some point. So that was the first. Yeah, female female led. leader of a, wow. of a superhero team. Never thought, yeah, I never really thought of it, but um, you mentioned it. Yeah, like I always thought of her as the leader. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, lead, lead, classic Legion comics leaders changed all the time. Right. They had like they famously like had elections. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess so. Then we get to the last page, which I really like. Uh, I think Super Doom mentions that he gets, or Super Doomsday, that he gets bigger and he's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I think for this last page. I must admit, Superman's face does look a little bit different from all his other, you know, the way he's been drawn. Um, it's not perfect. I just, I really like the size and the way he's sort of moving Super Doomsday. Right. Um, mm. I think Superman's face looks good. Uh, it just looks really different. It doesn't, it looks like a completely different person. I guess he's very, like, green and drawn yeah it's yeah you gotta note that he's he's sickened yeah yeah his eyes the eyes yeah the eyes are different yeah i like it i think it works for what it's trying to do okay um yeah and then we cut this is that uh to be concluded you cannot miss superman the theme from dimension five but not concluded because we have two issues uh (laughs) so we we go to ad uh, 3013, and this is where we get the sort of Yeah, this is cool. Backstory. I like this. Yeah. yeah. But what's happening so this in is, Legion's future? Yeah, this is where I was talking about, like, this is standard Legion mm. story. Like, if you read mm-hmm. 70s Legion, you were like, oh, I think I've read this story before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the whole thing is they the Legion are hired to protect, uh, protect this president-elect, and they reckon he'll be the leader of the next United Planets as well, the next leader of the United Planets, mm-hmm. and they save him from an assassination attempt. But it turns out the guy uh, is from, like, a race of seers. That's and right, yeah. And he's seen the future, and he's like, this guy is going to destroy everything. 
basically. Yes, the assassin, yeah. yeah, yeah. Saturn girl reads his mind and she's like, uh, yeah, he's telling the truth. He's telling the truth, yep. But then she reads the president-elect's mind and she's like, oh, but he's he's fine. He's everything he says he is. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing, though, is that the president-elect is a guy called Universo who mm. uh, was able to... Yeah, he says hypnotic disguise is child's play. Uh, no more than a bare motor can have a skill in front of a mass audience, but uh, you to know, manage to to manage to replicate like genuine mental yeah. thoughts to, to hypnotically yeah. induced her to think that she scanned his mm. mind, and then he tells the driver to kill himself. Yeah, <laughs> once he gets dropped off. Yeah. So Universo, I looked at my Superman encyclopedia and I didn't find anything on him. Is he a Legion character or is this a new? Yeah, movie? he's he's a classic Legion villain. I don't he know, he's classic. Right. He's not in like the top five Legion villains, I think. Oh, but wow. he that this is his classic look, the goatee and yeah. uh big right eye. Has like he black, his, black monocle? Oh yeah, yes, yeah. Is his role the same? Has he done this before? Like, I can't. I can't speak to that. I'm not a legion okay. expert. I I know that he's a pre-existing guy. I don't think I've read a comic with him in it. Right. It's pretty. It seems pretty cool. I mean, just in that short kind of instance, um, he seems a, quite a deadly foe. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, considering what he accomplishes. Uh, yeah. Exactly. But uh, yeah, on to issue seventeen, second last issue. Uh, just wait for it to load. So the cover. Oh, yeah, the cover with crypto hoisted up. Yes. Um, and the evil vindictive X again. Yeah. Uh, and that statue, as you were talking about, Connor, before. Yeah. In uh, shambles. Shambles. And vindictive X has like the sort of Vitruvian thing, but also he's got like the hat, the bowler hat on. He's, mm-hmm. oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we jump into the like that past. Um, we hadn't seen. Oh yeah, the, at the all, side of the right? accident. Yeah, from last issue. I don't think we didn't see any. We didn't see anything from the past. Um, so picking up from yeah, uh, when they get told at the prom, uh, yes, and things don't look good. Uh, Martha is gone. Yeah, and Jonathan, which is uh. Might be the only instance of Martha dying before. Before, right? Yeah, it's yeah. slightly different. Mm. Yeah. 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 I think Tyler's mentioned before it'd be an interesting idea to bring up, to have a Superman where Ma was dead and Pa was alive. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, just I, feel unfair because Pa already, already gets all the, you know, all the speeches already, you know? I think yeah. it'd be Give cool Ma to see. something, his... for God's sake. <laughs> I think it'd be cool to see as like a, just a, Different spin, like not a permanent continuity change, but just a story that did that. I would like to see. But yeah, I write about Par and his damn speeches. Uh, <laughs> that being right. said, I don't begrudge this Parkhead speech that we get at the end because. Oh, it's, it's one not, of the best. Well, it's not Clark going home to wine and not mm, sure. able to cope on his own. <laughs> it's after the battle's already done, you know? Yeah. So, anyway. Um, I have some strong feelings there. Not really. They're not that strong. But uh, Yeah, so he's talking to Par in the hospital, and he's like, I want to die at home. So Clark takes him home, and he gives the whole speech of, you know, I can do all these things, but I couldn't mm-hmm. save Can't you. Can't save you, yeah. 
which is done really well in Superman the movie till it's completely undone, embarrassingly, in the finale <laughs> of said film. Um, I never miss an opportunity, do I? Saw an opening there. Yeah, created um, one as well. <laughs> that's, yeah, it was all part of my plan. Um, no, more thoughts on that. Check out episode ten of Last of Krypton in our crossover with Krypton Report. But anyway, uh, Pa dies, and we see their tombstones um, mm-hmm. with Lana, and he sort of walks off. And I guess that's the point where he kind of leaves Smallville and distances himself from Lana. It doesn't say that, but that's the vibe I get from. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, god, okay. I, I didn't. I just thought he was just walking away. <laughs> I guess he's just very nervously walking away from her, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then we get to Superman and the Fiend from Dimension Five, which is a very like fifties. Yeah, I like the Roger, Roger Corman yeah. or whatever. Um, not that yeah. he did fifties movies. I'm getting mixed up. But uh, yeah, no, it's a really cool font. Yes. War of the Worlds. Uh, Ed Wood it wasn't Ed Wood the uh, guy that did the really dodgy. Is it fifties, forties, fifties sci-fi stuff? Anyway, like, are you thinking like Plan Nine? Is that? I think so. Yeah. You still were out of. I'm just curious. I don't right. know. I don't oh, know what talk about. <laughs> oh, the a director, film director, um, of of sci-fi films. Yeah, back you're in right. The... It was Ed Wood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we have a really cool opening page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the fight mm. begins. I, think, um, <laughs> I, just, I like how big Super Doom is, and I like a contrast with the red sky and the, the rain. I think he mm-hmm. looks really good in this mm. environment. He looks so much. It, it's so cool, though, that too, that he doesn't just look like uh, he's not in a classic Superman suit, you know? Mm. Yeah. We might have already talked about this when we first saw him. I don't remember. I don't, I don't think so. But I like how all the credits are on a tombstone. Well, what looks like a tombstone anyway. Oh, yeah, just on the underside yeah. of the And it's the Brad statue. Walker and Rags again as mm-hmm. well. Uh, look, there's so many credits and they change, so just, just look up the issues on the Yeah, line. yeah. So, or, exactly. Uh, uh, but the fight's good. I mean, I, I love the, yeah. the splash of the kryptonite, just the colour. Uh, yeah, the, the the green just really pops up. Mm. It uses um, you know, indirect light, um, mm, you know, yeah. as well as just on the chains itself. Yeah, really good. And you got the red lightning next to it. Yes, yes. yeah. But yeah. this super doom just oh, like it jumps full pelt. And generally, heroes jump out the way, but he kind of <laughs> he tags him like you know just yeah. right on the back, and then. He smacks him with the the statue like it's utterly, and he smashes the statue over him. Utterly brutal. It's um, brutal. it's pretty good. <laughs> what do you guys think of the line? You're at your best when you're dying. Yeah, I thought that was uh-huh. I thought that was funny. Um, I thought that was like a bit of a wink, right? Like yes, yeah. But it, it wasn't insulting like that Infinite Crisis one. I think it was just like a I don't know. I thought it was neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I is the red sky is that supposed to evoke crisis on infinite earths? Yes, as okay. well as uh, I, I, I actually was thinking about this and I, I should have looked. Uh, I well, yeah, I think it is crisis on infinite earths, and then as well as final crisis, which Morrison wrote. Right, I have not read 
that yet. So, oh man, you have so much good stuff in front of you. You <sighs> gotta just, go on a full. All this good and... stuff has so many prerequisites. Is but not that... as much as you think. It's the same as this. I could say someone could feasibly say that you would should read Multiversity before you read this, but you got this. You know what I mean? The thing is, I look up Final Crisis, do I need to read anything first? And they're all like, oh, New Gods and uh, Seven Soldiers of Victory and the Invisibles and all this stuff, which is like, it's a lot. <laughs> it's one of those things, though, you can read it on its own. Again, same, same as this one. You can read it on its own and it works. And then you can read the other stuff. And then if you go back and read... That's true book a then you'd be like oh i i see all the all the webs connecting you know mm. yeah so really yeah don't don't get too intimidated by trying to think you have to get a checklist before reading something i guess life is short and i'm just worried <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> like i get you i mean you're the one who said i should just dive in and read superman beyond and i did that so mm-hmm. um I mean, I, I have the Final Crisis omnibus they got printed for the anniversary. Like, it's there on my shelf. So, mm. you know. But anyway, uh, yes, yeah, he's getting beaten up with his own <laughs> memorial statue. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was another comment in ways like, when she was like, I have other plans, and he says, plans? I don't care, Smash. <laughs> <laughs> uh to me that that reminded me of like it made me scared all over again for uh philip kennedy johnson's run because <laughs> he he's very much like i'm gonna write it as long as they let me and i have so many cool plans and i believe he does and it's like he could have one of the best runs of all time yeah. if he gets to 100 issues but he's also aware and everyone's aware that at any point dc can be like oh yeah Let's. We need a new writer. Yeah, to, we want to change it up. Yeah, so that's definitely like I think you know Morrison could have had. It's like when he says they say like, oh yeah, I had like five years worth of Dick Grayson Batman stories planned, but we mm -hmm. editorial mm -hmm. had to move along. Right. Yeah. God. I mean, I've heard Dick Bats is like one of the best uh, eras, like of someone else donning the cow. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I always really liked Dick Grayson, so it's always... I've never read it, but uh, I can imagine enjoying it. Yeah, Dick Grayson's best when he's not Nightwing. But move on. <laughs> move on, though. We'll leave that to the Nightwing podcast. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, so... The Legion are coming back. They're reminding us that their future happened because Superman died. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure... Um, like, how does Superman... Like, I'm not... This isn't a criticism. I'm just kind of curious. How does Superman's death cause that future? I, I think you can just assume, you know, that... Things generally uh, go wrong. Was, yeah, yeah, things generally maybe, go wrong. and yeah. Right, because Morrison does um, touch on, like, the balance of good and evil in the universe in general. Oh, but you yeah. can also you can also just read it as like yeah if Superman wasn't dead he'd travel to the future and stop him. That's a very good point, actually. Like if he's dead, he might not be around at the mm. point he needs to be where he can be called on to go to the future. Right, right. Yeah. And then, for all we know, I would not be at least bit su su surprised if like 
you know, there's a classic Legion story where, and it, it's a yeah. Superboy and Legion story where, you know, it actually was. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we get, we get uh, all the way back to action one uh, because she mentioned that she had three visitors that looks like they could be Hollywood actors or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're, that's, that's them talking to her. Yeah. Uh, dressed pretty weird, or oh, she's dressed pretty weird. Like this is very elaborate, but I guess they're from the future. Yeah, so. yeah. She's I'm just like trying to fit in. I had to, yeah, to find any 21st century clothes yeah. and just picked like, like a context. Yeah, yeah, like a fine dining dress or something. Yeah, evening dress. Right. Yeah. Um, I've seen in the next page, uh, Lightning Boy too is in like a three-piece suit. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He's a uh, really picked the best. Um. <laughs> yeah, they look like Hollywood actors. Yeah. They grin on Mr. Vindictive X, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you know, Mr. Kent. I'll let you know. So they go back to try and stop the car accident. Yeah, but they, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, they not, can't stop it. Not to be. Mm. And I like it what Satin Girl does. So, you know, this was nice. Yeah. yeah. She she's able to tell Jonathan her last yeah. words. Yeah pretty good um so yeah then again um unfortunately we have death. Him at the funeral yeah oh i i actually just maybe i got but that's so that's um pa seeing ma getting lifted up by angels like that's how he knew she died oh so wait, he thought the the lesion were angels well maybe get angels out of your mind and maybe it, it was more Saturn girl just transferred his, the her thoughts. Thoughts, yeah. He, he. So he, he. Well, that's how that he knows she, she was, dies. That's yeah. how she, right. he knows she died, and then he has like you know a small town Catholic kid was just like, oh, she just got lifted up by angels. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 and that's why I heard something, you know. I kind of assume that the cops told him, but maybe they wouldn't tell him if he was that close to death. Uh, but yeah, that, I love this. Uh, so, you know, Gwen Morgan's fall Glenn. clears the way for the rise of Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. That was really mm-hmm. cool. A new monster, far worse than the old one. And then we find out that Superman and Clark, they did, that Icarus plot did progress where Lex was disguising himself as this Icarus guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that so Superman was in this sort of struggle, like with this mysterious guy who turned out to be Lex, while Mister Vindictive X was about to was able to do heaps of stuff. Uh, it's really cool yeah. how he's like sort of just narrating this stuff. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. he's talking straight to the reader too, which is yeah. like a that's the first time that happened in this run. I love too. I, I I mentioned Brad Walker's layouts before. I thought this was like so clever mm-hmm. that some of the it, we're seeing the scene that we saw in action number one, right? Mm-hmm. It's the exact same moment. But when he's talking to the reader, uh, mm-hmm. either he or the, his, they have panels where the speech bubbles are out of panel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that kind of conveys like, Glenn Morgan does not hear this. Only you yeah. hear him talking here. I think yeah. that's so clever. Yeah, it's clever. I like how we see action zero. Uh, mm-hmm. 
but oh, he, yeah. yep. he's unable to predict this kid uh, taking his cape. Yeah. Uh, so this stops him. I didn't I didn't think about it too much. I thought it was a little odd, but I assumed that, like, no one else could be there for him to do what he needed to do. Uh, but, yeah, I guess he needed his cape for something. Um, mm-hmm. Well, so we should, yeah, we should mention, too, um, the rules of isomorphic magic, which I should have looked up. I want to know more about that. <laughs> Say I can use Superman's cape to help bring down his downfall. Yeah. And he, I think he mentioned, too, um, the tie. That's why he took Glenn Morgan's tie. Yeah, the tie, and yep. That's why he... Did he die, by the way, or did he just... It, the last we saw him, he just had a mental breakdown. He didn't die, but no, he, had I a, think he, got, he had a downfall okay. for sure. Yeah. Okay, okay. I was trying <laughs> yeah. to think if taking his tie killed him, but I guess it's just it's just general downfall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then he mentioned taking Pa Kent's handkerchief yeah. caused his downfall, like the car accident. This, yeah. this so it's like confusing to me, but it does establish that there is some sort of right. You can't just do this. It is stuff a it's really. a rule. The rules of isomorphic magic must be something like if you have a piece of a person's cloth, you can almost voodoo doll them. Yeah, that that's probably the wrong term, but uh, to orchestrate a a fall of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he gets his team together. We get the multiple sort of heads again, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's like a teleport rifle, which is antique in the 31st century. Mm-hmm. So this is this is where they're planning to steal the engine from his ship that we saw mm-hmm. uh, earlier. Then the Legion comes and they're like, "Yep, yeah, we got to go to when the Kryptonite was stolen." So. That sort of leads into that issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get the fight. Back at the fight, yep. And then we get Superman speaking to Eric. He's like, he can still help. Mm-hmm. And he's sort of having second thoughts. Still getting pummeled. Yes. He, you know, smashed. Yeah, he's, he's been wrapped in kryptonite for a while. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really mm. do much. Yeah. And they, the... Uh, like a cop and some other people, or yeah, take help. yeah, the chains off, and uh, <laughs> he's an unstoppable. Yeah, Super Doom. Do you know what I am? An unstoppable killer franchise with parallel <laughs> reality. Yeah. Uh, but again, like this sort of like this weaponization of tulpas is always something I've liked. Uh, yes. You know, it's always been interesting to me. Um, and like you know, more people think of him, so he's getting bigger because everyone's seeing him. So. Uh, he manages to stop his laser beams with a car door. I guess it kind of reflects. Oh no, he he uses his own laser beams, right? Uh, oh, to, to smelt it. Yeah, yes. to smelt it on his face. Yeah. We're we're jumping, uh, we're jumping all over the place at this point now. So this is just yeah. after Zardu escaped, mm-hmm. and this. Uh, so Saturn Girl says, like, so. Uh, Superman says Vindictive X is about to attack, but then Saturn Girl says he's always attacking, but this is where you really start to feel it. Mm. And then he goes to Mars. Yeah. So I guess the, the Zadu issue was in the future as well. Which, again, I think we mentioned because oh. he had the... Well, he had the Ice Fortress, which he didn't That's have. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
Leonard tells Superman he's going to die. It seems like it's supposed to be... Sorry if I'm jumping ahead. But it's like a big reveal that Super Doom's face is... Clark's face doomsdayed. Doomsday, yeah. Yeah. Like, so... Are you just interpreting that as, like, um, he's just a reflection of him but death? Or, you know what I mean? I like it, it, it seems, I, I, I read it as, like, a panel of, like, look at what he is. This is something to really analyze. Okay. But I can't quite... Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I never, I never really put much thought into it. Um, okay. I was. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong at all. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I it's just also, yeah. With Super Doomsday, it's like everything is meta commentary. You know. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I whenever they, whenever they talked about Superman dying again and stuff, I always thought back to whatever happened to the man of tomorrow. Uh, mm. Where, oh, but the Legion do tell him that he dies. No, they don't tell him that he no, dies. They, but they give they give him that statue. And he knows mm. that he'll die, and he's upset. Uh, I don't know. Wires crossed, but anyway, um, yeah, they go. They arrive in the hospital, and they wake up Mister McSpitlick, Mister Mister Triple X. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is this is like hard to summarize, but in a good way. Unlike here yeah, is the all... higher issues uh, <laughs> six and seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I guess it's all like really converging now. I mean, it started yes. the last couple of issues, but it's really kind of picking up the pace. Like we're really chopping and changing. We're jumping yeah. quite a bit. So, as in jumping time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now Superman damages Super Doom's mask, and he looks like Doomsday with mm-hmm. Superman's hair. Uh, really, ironically, there is uh, the Super Doom arc. Which happens later, where Superman and Doomsday merge, oh, and he's yeah. like turning me, into about Doomsday. That Super Doom. Yeah, you're telling me about that arc. Yeah, and I just find it ironic that, like, this isn't really predicting that, but they barely do this. But it's just it is the kind of like, of like <laughs> yeah, if if he's the, like I said before, like the uh, focus group Superman, I you know Morrison could be saying like, oh you. You dumb fucks love Doomsday, don't you? <laughs> like, you? Like, you love the death and, you know, and then it's like, yeah, mm. let's do a, a an arc where Superman turns into Doomsday. Because people yeah. love Doomsday. Yeah. Which, by the way, I, I like Doomsday and I like that arc, but... Yeah, that, that, yeah. that arc there, You really... can definitely argue that Doomsday has been uh, overused, yes. Yeah. Especially, like, the years after death of superman they're really chasing that i mean high that, sales figures that super doom arc is a way to do it where it's not like that was a new idea i agree it was it was uh, way too long but yes I agree. <laughs> uh it was it was way too long the brainiac stuff was cool but yeah i mean it was there was interesting stuff there yes because uh, it focused on a doomsday as like an evolving uh thing which is like that's that's the way you do it. Don't keep focusing on like he's um, he's just a brute or yeah, I smash. hate. It's always disappointing the stories that's like guess what now Doomsday is smart. 
<laughs> it's like no, it it is, it is cool that he's like an animal. I think. Yeah, we already uh, have power. Just, just smart. yeah, or just like he's he's just like he's just a a a force of nature type character. Like he's yeah. I compare him to like he's like the xenomorph, where it's just like it's just an animal that is mm. death. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's, also, this is a whole other thing. Yeah. Superman vs. Alien, also written by <laughs> Dan Jurgens. Oh, Jurgens. <laughs> yeah, the Jurgens. I liked it. The Gurge. Yeah, some of some of Jurgens' better stuff, I would say, actually. Which is really weird. That like yeah. Superman versus Alien is like one of Jurgens' better Superman things, but it is. Oh, yeah, but it's, it's not that weird because that is like a cool. Yeah. Thing, yeah. If you think of aliens as like, what if they were just a Superman property? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, but you know, it could be done really badly as well, Adam. We sure. Did, did the Superman? Was it Superman, Batman, oh, Predator, Alien? <laughs> you didn't Superman like and that Batman one? versus oh, Predator and Aliens. Not really. I think of that. That book has incredible art, though. Uh, the beautiful art. Oh, the um, artwork's yeah. amazing. Olivetti. I think I just. Yeah, I think I just flipped through it and was like, "Hey, all right, this looks I great." Thought, I don't. I don't remember a single thing about the story. Yes. That was stories. Good. Signs up reading it because Ray said it was so bad. Okay. I I read it and I love the art, but. Yeah. I thought the writing was staggeringly bad. It like, that's bad. how bad I thought it was. Um, which is a shame. You guys, you guys should really do um, uh, Superman, Mad Men, Hullabaloo Ooh. before Ooh, yeah. uh, uh, I've, Space Age. I have read that. Um, you like it? Yeah. I, I'm a, I haven't been able to find uh, Mad Men, which is a shame. I haven't read any Mad Men, just that. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. this works. Um, anyway, uh, we get that reveal, and then uh, Lex comes in in a giant Lex of suit. Of course he does. It's very yeah. reminiscent of <laughs> issue nine, where uh, Lex came to Calvin Ellis' aid against Super... Mm. Oh, yeah. 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 This Lex suit's much bigger. But it's the same thing. Nobody kills Superman but Lex Luthor. I can't uh, believe I haven't put that together. Oh, really? Because it's, it's literally the you're right. It's literally the exact same moment. Yeah. I'm just I'm just stupid. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, I guess the, yeah. Okay. Go on. But he does seem to do it a lot, doesn't he, Lex? So you could you could have been excused that it seemed familiar, but sure, it could have been. It just seemed, it, it also just seems like a classic. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like, like, villain, like I wouldn't be surprised if this was a moment that happened in like uh, Thundercats, oh. too, you know, like, like, it's just, I, I don't well. know. When I read this, I was like, yeah, I think I've read stuff like that before. Oh uh, yeah. yeah that, Where the that main too. villain is so like, yeah. yeah. We, he did that in, um, they did that with Lex in the Death of Superman animated recently. Sure. Yes. Yeah. He comes in to fight Doomsday because he's like, yeah, I'm the one who kills Superman. Yeah. Which uh, yeah. is a fine trope. Makes sense. It fits some of his character, so I don't really. Yeah. Oh, no, it does as well. Yeah. No, I'm just, uh, you know, just trying to think of whether Adam had gained that kind of, well, it kind of desensitized you to it. I guess yeah, so. That reference yeah. to the issue. Yeah. Because you, you had seen it before. Yeah. yeah. Desensitized is a good word. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the backup. I love the artwork. I love the, this backup. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. I once heard uh, this was supposed to be the last backup. Okay. Not even be, just because this was supposed to be like they switched 
or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe like yeah, they thought that this would be the the final word on the on the whole uh, okay series. So it was good. It, I think you can feel that. Yeah, yeah. It's you know it's quite touching. It's got a um an out of time Superman. I'm just kind of come in. Um, yeah, and just a little bit bit of a heart to heart with the with Jonathan again. Um, um, maybe we can just summarize it with like the this is this is maybe my favorite Pa Kent moment of all time. It's just really? a panel oh okay, it where is very he's cool. he's going. Um, Clark starts explaining because it's future Clark back to you know alive Pa. Yeah. Uh, and he's going, oh, don't worry about it. I've got so much stuff to tell you. I got this life, my friends. I got this job. Mm, and this Very and excited. That. And yeah. then Pa goes, hold on, slow down. Just tell me two things. Are you happy? Yes. Are you helping people? As much as I can. And that's all I need to know. Yeah. And that's, that's to me, is like, that's, that's just a perfect, perfect moment. My favorite pocket murder is in Lawson Clark where he got really jealous of Marquette because she used to paint nude dudes. But, uh, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> up there as well, Connor. I'm sure that that is up there. <laughs> You're right. Okay, this is second. This, this is, is second best. Close second. To be yeah. fair, that episode was genuinely very funny. Um, but, yeah. No, uh, I, I like this. This is great. It also... Uh, it's kind of just quickly out. This is kind of the same thing that happens in All-Star. Mm-hmm. Where sure. uh, Superman gets to come back just before Pa dies and talk to him. Mm, yeah. That's yeah. Superman. Um, it's, the context is so different that it's not redundant, but it is similar. Uh, yeah. So I do find that interesting. Mr. Yeah. Morrison, please come on the podcast. <laughs> it was just a, I, also, I, I, I mean, get the impression like that's a coincidence. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's it's such a specific coincidence, but I agree. I think it just happened to fit for both stories, right? Mm. Oh, working mm. in with what he's doing at the moment with the the whole kind of past, present, future all kind of yeah. converging. Uh, it's a great way to introduce a future Superman here, speaking yeah. with an old old par, uh, which is yeah quite touching. So that's good. The art's very good. Yeah, yeah. As I said before, yeah, Chris Sprouse just nailing. Mm. Every project he gets. I have a question for you, Ray. In terms mm-hmm. of like, because I remember uh, you quite liked the Parkhead issue in All Star, right? Gosh, when yeah, I can't. Uh, okay, yeah, I can't remember the details, bro, but yeah, I remember you liked it. I, yeah, yeah, So I, like, uh, did this feel similar? Do you have like a? Did, was this like? Do, do you have like a? Do you think one is like better than the other? Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not... see, I can't remember the the All Star one to be honest. Right, right. But if I do like, I mean, if I did like it, I did like it. Um, but this one, yeah, no, I, I thought this was just. Yeah, I don't. Know, I can't say if it was better or not. It was just. It was yeah, just it was really good. It was. Yeah, I mean, like as well, as far as backup stories go, it was one of the. I mean, a lot of the backup stories are, are really good. So. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's up there. If I could say what you, I think kind of you're referencing to rejog your memory, Ray, is like yep. the moment uh, where the, the masked Superman, you later find out is Clark, uh, yep. walks up to Pa, and Pa goes like, is he all right? 
at, at the end, or is he all right later? You know, the boy. Yeah. And and Clark says like it all turns out right in the end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, it's just, just slurry for right or reread, I guess. <laughs> get get that trade. Um. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Which Amazon never shipped. They did. They didn't. Never shipped. I pre-ordered it. Never came. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, no, no. I, 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 as I guess, I've just been loving these backup stories. They're really good. And and this and Chris Sprouse, as you're saying, like mm. very same guy. Obviously, very different from the Mid Spicklick backup in in art. I mean, you know, so it shows his diver- how how great uh, his range of art. Yeah. Uh, for doing for doing like you know impish elvish nice almost cartoony kind of characters with um uh, yeah this style i really like this style i think uh it's just with Charlie fish as well he's written so many different characters mm. yep and situations in these backups like completely different mm. uh and he's you know he's been on par with like the main issue oh yeah uh, yeah. You know, yeah so uh we already go on to the last issue Issue 18. Uh, this is one of my favourite covers in the run. Mm-hmm. The eyes, the tentacles, the sort of horror aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, just the way it's laid out. I really like it. It feels like a multi-dimensional attack, you know? It's yes. cool. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is one of the three issues from this run I got slabbed. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. What were the other two? Uh, one and zero. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. I do remember um, picking this up and and feeling like, well, this is a special issue. It's just based <laughs> on, on the cover. Because, like, you don't see a lot of covers that look like this. No. You know? Cool. Well, actually, this could be a Moonlight cover, right? <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not being a meme lord uh, like I usually that, am. Um, that would that would predate this. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not. Cover. Twelve. Was 2013. If this, if this was like yeah, 2013. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying it's like a rip off of Moon Knight or anything. I'm just saying like you know, Moon Knight has yeah. monsters and like the. I wouldn't to, have seen it. I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah no, it's true. Yeah. I always associate. And I, I'm sure I'm absolutely wrong. I thought Uh-oh. like Moon Knight started Uh-oh. getting weird, oh. like around like when Jeff Lemire took over or something. But I'm uh, just off. Base. Well, it did. It did go. Yeah, it, that is a very weird thing. And so that was around 2016, 17. Right. So that came after this. Um, no, for sure. I was about to cite that actually. That those uh, Greg Smallwood covers. Oh. Absolutely fantastic, um, and very. I mean still quite different from this action cover yeah, but yeah. the same kind of concept could be yeah really wild and out there but uh yeah certainly i think i think the lemire run really did kind of make things go a bit crazy so to speak oh, his, uh, right, so I'm his right about everything lemire superboy run went out of control at the end that got really weird lemire i really strong yeah. beginning though i i thought the last half was better oh yeah I liked all of it though. Maybe I'm crazy because be honest, I read it. But I just remember like weird sacrificial cults with nice. yes. But he, he's pretty. Like, I was all down for that. He's he's <laughs> hot and cold though, Lemire. I've, I've read a lot. Oh, he of, totally is. Yeah, you can get some really good stuff from him, but you can get some really, yeah. unfortunately, mediocre stuff. I'm I'm a huge Lemire fan. Uh, yeah. 
I actually I find that he's like the writer that like his independent stuff mm-hmm. is ten times better than his superhero stuff. Right. Mm. Like he can just kind of do like basic superhero stuff. Yeah. But um, you know, underwater welder is maybe like my it's it's a top three comic book ever. Oh wow. Or like, you know, um Frog Catchers was really good lately. Mm-hmm. Like, he did. All his Sorry, go on. No, I I was just saying all all oh. of his stuff, especially that he draws too. Yeah. Um is is some of the greatest comics ever in my mind. Yeah, he certainly has a better handle when he when he does it kind of himself. Uh, Royal City, I think I, I collected. Royal City rules, yeah. That stuff as well. I got Underwater Welder. Essex, yeah, Sweet Tooth, Essex County as well. I've read, which is, um, yeah, very, yeah, very good. I, I think with the superhero stuff, if he's allowed a bit more free reign, then he can be good. Mm. And if he's genuinely interested in in it, um, otherwise, if it's dictated by editorial. You can really see it in his writing, unfortunately. And okay. I think it's just, well, yeah. I mean, he did an X-Men run as well, which he himself said he felt like his hands were tied. And, it, you know, Interesting. You, you can hear yeah. that there was no inspiration for him in him to, to actually write something um, as opposed to, say, Moon Knight. He was allowed to do a lot of stuff. Um, and you can you kind of can feel that through his writing, like the passion. So, yeah. Yeah. Funnily enough, New 52, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, funny enough, that Superboy run was recommended to me by my local comic shop. Okay. Like, have you ever heard okay. of this, like, weird X-Files type Superboy run? And I'm like, tell me more. Oh. <laughs> so. I was uh, just going to say that he was hmm. doing uh, Animal Man around the, the time yeah, the Animal- action was yep. coming out. Yep. So that's, I guess maybe I shouldn't say, like, he's weak on superheroes. He's just one of the guys... Um, that maybe some people will say like Tom King is now is like you give him a minor character yeah. and let him do whatever the hell he wants mm. and he's going to crush it. Yes. But, if he, but maybe don't give him like the top, uh, the, the, Wonder Woman or Batman yeah, where like yeah. editorial would be so strict. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I totally agree with that. I read his, uh, his Joker killing smile or whatever. I read the first issue of that and I'll, it was so bad. And <laughs> I thought it was fine. That's one of those ones, though. Uh, his, you know, frequent collaborator, yeah, uh, Andre Sorrentino. Uh, uh-huh, yes, yeah, that. very good. Yeah. Oh, the art was amazing. Yeah. Um, well, funnily enough, when you when you guys talked about Moon Knight earlier, and Adam was like, I always thought that Moon Knight, and I was just thinking in my head, is Adam going to say I always thought Moon Knight was Marvel's Batman? No, <laughs> I thought that's what was coming. And I at least oh, have no. the sense to not say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, um, he's Batman, but crazy. Imagine if freaking Batman had freaking mental problems. Guys. Oh, yeah. That's what Moon Knight is. Imagine if he had mental problems. <laughs> Imagine what if Batman had that. <laughs> what if Batman was Moon? What if Batman was. What if Bat was Moon now? <laughs> <laughs> what if Batman was. Uh, no, I'm not going to go into the. The, All right. The bashing. Um, so uh, this has a cool variant cover. I mean, they've all had cool variant covers, but I like this one in particular. Oh, which is one? Hang on. Let me see if I can. Pull, they usually put it at the end here for me. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know how that one in front of me either. The omnibus. Is that the one? Um, the ones at the end. Oh, oh yeah. 
This way it's uh, like multiple which, Superman. Yes, that's the one I had in my mind. That when If you say, like, cool alternative cover, that would be the first oh, yes. one that comes in my brain. Yeah. yeah all like, all wearing the same cape. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. all wearing the same cape, yeah. Who's yeah. the artist there? It's a, it's a big artist. Yeah. Rivera? Um, Paolo Rivera? I think so. Oh, he's got his name on the... Oh, I was I was actually thinking of something else. I think I know Go what you're you, you find I was thinking of the Terry Dodson cover. Yeah, this is uh, this is Rivera. Okay. Um Yeah, so I mean that that's Superman's wearing the same cape fighting through all the different things, and Mr. Vindictive X is at the bottom with a bunch of eyeballs. Uh it's really cool. <laughs> so you know what a uh, variant cover, if we're on variants, mm. we forgot to mention was uh, one of my favorites, Fiona Staples did a variant cover for 15. Oh. So that's, that's a, a treat for me, is that it's like, you know, she's only done like three, arguably, Superman covers. So that's a, that's a treat for one of, the, oh. one of my favorite artists to... Uh, Nice. Is that one where he's on the ground? Yeah. yeah so it's a, a it's one. a bummer that it's not like a Superman triumphant cover, but it's still there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll just think that in Skype chat so I can uh, oh, So yeah. this starts off with like a description of um, you know, tectonic plates are shifting on Earth, the global weather systems convulsed, a new black hole was discovered in the Triangulum constellation. Mm, cool. The sun burned red and the sky was black and the rain was blood where it fell. That day witnessed some say a battle for the solar planet of the Earth, a war of devils and angels, nothing less than a new American mythology. And it has Lex fighting uh, uh-huh. Super Doom. Super Doom. Super, Super Doomsday. Um, Super Doom's the other one. <laughs> ah, yeah. Yeah, Super Doom is the name of that story arc, I think. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. keep getting up. Um, but yeah, Super Doom's day here. It's like, I know you, you know, so many Woofers that I've killed on a thousand worlds. <laughs> but it turns out the suit's empty, and Lex was from his prison cell <laughs> mentally. Radio telepath. Yeah. Telepathy. Yeah. He's like, all right, Superman's all yours, see where it gets you. Uh, Superman, I believe, gets the kryptonite chains off crypto. Yeah, and we get Superman's last stand, a big double-page spread where all the credits are backwards. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Awesome spread with that punch. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, Um, Yeah. Yeah. So he gets affected by, again... Red kryptonite lady. Yeah, she's altering his, so bringing on super hallucinations by messing with his perceptions. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. We get the imagery of very funny story here of the uh, issue where Superman was transformed into a lion by Cersei. Yeah, right. Uh, so it functions as Easter egg, but it also functions as Superman as a haunted beast mm-hmm. as well. Mm. Uh, these here, I really like these sort of trippy pages. Mm, they're very trippy. All yeah, of them. it's a trip of, of references too. Yeah. Yes. Uh, never yeah. pointless references though. Like they they are references, but they also have meaning in yes. the context of the comic as well, which I like. Uh, that's the that's the whole why comics are magic, man. <laughs> well, They're, I mean, it's all, if it's done it's all well. symbols for yeah. 
because mm. uh, a lot of the time it's not, you know, done well. Okay. But I agree, comics are magical. <clears throat> uh, and this is where he's using eyeballs as weapons, which is mm. one of the notes Grant Morrison wrote was for the eyeballs, but that they are weapons. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and he's like turned into an ant because he's like a worker ant. Hmm. Um, this is going more into like the Super Doom. Yes. Like Super Doomsday commentary where it's like, you are a corporate product. You're not yeah. a. His statement is like, I, or I guess like it's, it's supposed to rebuttal to the reader like, Superman is not, it, hmm. he doesn't mean anything. He is a, he's a Mickey Mouse. He's. Yeah. He's he's just a symbol to sell stuff, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Your S a dollar sign. He says. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's you know I think that's something we talked about in issue nine. We went into that a mm-hmm. lot, the corporatization of Superman and mm-hmm. heroes and stuff. So we won't retread that too much here because sure. it's quite a lengthy topic. Uh, but yeah, it it is an interesting you know. Uh, contradiction within the character what he is supposed to stand for but also the fact of what he is as a product um so it's like you know it's an interesting thing to explore and obviously like uh yeah yeah all sorts of interesting stuff uh and it's cool and i like i like superman mm. versus like uh you know superman rallying against being a corporate symbol i like you know this yeah. sort of stuff that's bringing it up um, right and yeah and we'll jump ahead to the conclusion but the the point of this run is yes that's true but superman as a what he means to us is not insequential you know yeah mm. it's it, he does still have power as a symbol oh totally which is a huge morrison thing of course everything mm. on this, in this run is but yeah 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 i mean and that's how he started off too you know yeah. mm-hmm. so I had to sneeze. Oh. <laughs> uh, and Not like, poor, that's good. It's I'm glad good. that neither of you guys, you like oh, wait for Connor to get his stuff together. <laughs> <laughs> um, so back to the hospital room. And yeah, we get a, a visitor. Yes. That, um, Ferlin shows up. Ferlin. Mm-hmm. Last scene is a baby. Guess what I get to say now. This what? is a pre-existing character. It's an really? obscure character oh. that existed before. Oh. <laughs> uh, this You may have read uh, this, Connor, because it was in the um, I, the aforementioned Denny O'Neill run, I think, that he was, really? he, was, um, he was Pam. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Yeah. That, that was is, him? Yeah, that's the same character. That, that character is named Ferlin. Uh, and he has the, the, the same look if you would look at him again. And right. uh, if you were – and that, that's the reference to um, – I just Googled Superman pan, and it's all cake, cake pans. <laughs> made, <laughs> made to, if you want to make a cake that's in shape The disgusting like commercialization of <laughs> Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, he's the same look, and that's the reference to – when he says I'm a musical therapist and, and stuff, yeah. he's referencing, Ow. uh, yeah, that yeah. his original pan, his thing was like, he had like a little harp, which also, of- by the way, 
okay, this is something I'm just connecting right now. This is actually incredible. The previous page of when um, Vindif, Vindictive X is firing the eyeballs, uh, yeah, he's holding a harp. And that is the exact same harp oh, that Furwind right. Nixley. If you if you were to if you were to look up Superman Pan Furlin, yeah, uh, his his name back then was Furlin Nylixi, mm-hmm. um, and he has that exact same harp. Okay, so that is supposed to be a hint. This was the second thing that confused me, but I think I get it now. Yeah. Uh, and this this is jumping ahead again. So Mix's Picklick's greatest trick was not just like, it wasn't him just saying like, oh, it's so sweet that I made a child. My child is my most precious thing. Mm-hmm. His trick was that he made Vindictivex a vessel on Earth the same way that Princess Landlord was born a baby on Earth. Yeah. He made Vindictivex his baby. <laughs> yeah, right. I, yeah. I liked that. It was such a weird, like, yeah, okay. it was very weird. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I just put that together today. I'm sorry if Connor, no. were like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> no, this is, this is. That's awesome. That's good. This is the stuff that, the stuff that confused me the most is that whole uh, Furlan on Earth thing. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah, that was a bit confusing. So but I did, yeah. I did get that just that. He put him in his avatar or whatever, like as a joke to him, um, mm. which I thought was pretty cruel. To be fair, like, uh, oh, Mixie's not like you know. My first read through, I thought like, oh, okay, Mixie's not such a bad guy. He's still a bad guy in this. Yeah, book. yeah. He is still he's he is the vindictive one. You could say. Yeah. He's shallow and 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 tricky. Yeah. He's a trickster. Um, cause Ferland kind of gets a raw deal. Like he, he doesn't do anything wrong. <laughs> um, like he, well, might he be... did stab the King in the head. No, but like, it... you know what I mean? Like the human. Yeah. Oh, human the human yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. 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 Uh, like he was in a weird way. He's innocent despite the fact that he's like a manifestation of him. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. and the, and they bring out later when Lois is saying, you can't just accuse him and then take him off. <laughs> Like that, mm. uh, you know, with Saturn girls mm. like messing with his mind, and that's where I was like, oh, with Saturn girl. Um, I guess okay. This is the line that confused me. He, she says, she figures out that he is vindictive X. Yeah, right, because she can read his mind. Yeah, um, but she says he's a damaged edge of vindictive X. That conf- that put in my mind. That he was, he, is, he was it, it put in my mind that he was also a product of the when the hat was stabbed right oh, the, okay. the spear was struck but that's incorrect yeah because it's uh, yeah right he is uh, damaged edge refers to like he is a byproduct of this whole event yeah okay all right i'm i understand this run completely now so <laughs> Mystic Mr. Triple X is a shitty dad. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and um Yeah, they're like Feld is like, we have no choice, why am I always under arrest? So maybe he did do something wrong. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you get the impression that like he's lived like a seedy life. He's just maybe, kind of a 
He's a, he's a little yeah. bit of a down on his luck dirt bag. So I can't. So I read that to near Neuron, but it was so long ago. I read so many. I've read so many issues of comics where I, like, I forget the ending a lot of the time. So mm-hmm. I can't remember if that pan figure turned out to be a fifth dimension creature or not. It was not. Okay. Uh, yeah. More. Yeah. This is another time where, like, like in, in Morrison's JLA run. Well, you know, going back, Morrison confirmed Batman was in the fifth dimension. He, uh, they confirmed the Thunderbolts, the genies. Uh, confirmed that they were in the fifth dimension. Do you mean Batmite? Yes. What did I say? <laughs> yeah, Batman. Batman. Yeah, Batman. I was like really confused. Yeah, Batman like, is, okay. <laughs> yeah, Morrison made Batman a fifth dimensional imp. They made the Thunderbolts of a fifth dimensional imp. Uh, Aquaman had an equivalent. Uh, they made them an, a fifth dimensional imp. You know, everyone kind of has like these magic things. Yeah. So Morrison likes to take pre-existing characters and say, "Yeah, hey, they were like this because they were fifth dimensional." Okay. And in, uh, in Pan's in Pan's case, I think it's because uh, the name his last name was N Y X L Y. Okay. Interesting. I'll have to reread that. Mm-hmm. So they they're asking Mr. Triple X, like, you know, how do we prevent Superman's death? And he says you have to make sure Mr. Vindictive X gets the trick. Yeah. Um so they're like, let's slam a time bubble into its face. <laughs> it's yeah. delude all velocity <laughs> to buy the Superman. He meets like a custard pie. Uh, uh-huh. And, you know, Vin- Vindictive X is also kind of controlling Super Doom. Yeah. Stay as well. He's echoing what he's saying, what Phil is saying. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're all tied together. Uh, yeah. And Superman throws a bus at him. And we, I love this paddle of baby Superman with the snakes yeah. <laughs> and, like, the money in the background. Um. Hey. Um, I know you, like, did you, did you pick up, too, that this was, like, this is, like, a Hercules reference? No. But Can now, like, so, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, I, I think that. it's, it's re- yeah, it's, I think there is, like, a carving that looks similar to this. Yeah, it's, right. it's the, it's the story of Hercules yeah, wrestling snakes as a baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, him killing the snakes as a baby is like really famous. Right. So yeah. Right. Yeah. I, that that's cool. yeah. But then added with yeah, money piles in the background. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I have been thinking about how um, storytelling today. I was thinking of Star Wars specifically, how it's just all based on profit and commercialization mm-hmm. now. And how it wasn't like that, you know, it hasn't like that's a kind of recent change. Yeah, I it's, think. I mean, it's. I've been. Well, I mean, is it? I mean, like we were talking you, about. Go yeah. ahead, Ray. Oh no, I was just I, about I, saying I, like there was a lot of marketing and and um, profit for the first trilogy, like towards the end. Oh yes. It, it's it's a no, little bit by, kind of towards yeah. There was never thing, a point like, where like movies were like, let's not make money. But well, that's the, I, for me, recent I, change. Yeah. yeah. Recent change for me is like the birth of like Hollywood or maybe before that. Like I'm, what I've been aware uh, of lately is like since I've had like a kid and everything is paid for with time, you only have so much time. Mm. Is yeah, when they put out something like Kenobi. 
and the the reaction is and i'm anything this isn't like oh yeah kenobi mm. sucks but i i watched like you know three episodes and i was like this isn't worth it mm-hmm. because a lot of people are like this is just fine i'm gonna spend six hours on it you know what i mean mm. like it's the the problem is using these brands to guarantee that you'll watch it instead of spending your time doing something else yeah mm. i i was thinking like 100 200 years ago oh, okay so right right, right a yeah. very yeah, when I say like long term, I'm thinking thousands of years. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Storytelling is a very, yeah. it's evolved. And I think we're in the age where it's like at the most disconnected from its roots. Yes. Yeah. Um, and this, this sucks to say like as Superman fans, but it's like, yeah, don't watch something just because you recognize yeah. that property. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you're right. Ray, like again you're right with the first trilogy uh the toys and stuff even for like yeah. uh, the original star wars but again like uh it has escalated rapidly even oh, throughout the decades yeah. um yeah and yeah that's it's just progress of... that's just you know oh yeah no I, I understand and it sucks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's uh, but you know it's not everything is like that there's still plenty of passion projects there's things that are course, made yeah Absolutely. That don't get heaps of viewers, but they get their people realize it's well written, their passion projects. Yeah. You know, and I think we get a lot of that stuff with Superman still. We get a lot of that mm. stuff with you know, uh yeah. a lot of our favorite characters and our favorite properties. Yeah. Um Yeah. But it is like I feel like so like it doesn't feel right to lecture people on this because I'm a like a Superman account. But sometimes yeah. I want to be like, guys, if you're not liking this event, read an indie book. Like there are so many <laughs> support good someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I don't like, think you should like feel bad saying uh, that. Um. But but it's coming from me, who is just like, yeah, hey, buy every uh, issue of Action Comics. Let's support yeah, our boy Superman. That's because it's it's a good Superman run, you know. Yeah. If it was crummy, I wouldn't be saying buy it. Sure. Like, yeah. It's it's not like Superman's at a Batman level where. It's just really overexposure. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I, mean, I, I think, think you're overthinking. Yeah. Look, I, I think I, you should feel free sorry. to say, buy indie yeah, comics. <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, if people want to get them as well, like, you know, if they are that sort of fan and they love, you know, they love to collect it, just sure. to collect sake, then get it. I mean, but I guess the point is just don't whinge about, I, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, about I think how bad going, it is. I like, think... You know? I think people eventually you reach an age where you're like, they're tricking me into trying to say that this is important. Uh, oh, and yeah, spend yeah, my yeah, time and money of, on. Yeah. That's well, that's why I complained about Kenobi because, like, yeah. I I didn't watch that just to suffer. I I thought the trail looked good, mm-hmm. and I watched it, and I enjoyed it enough that I watched it to the end, and I was just kind of like, oh, so this is what it was. Yeah, and this is how people are reacting to it, and they're acting to it in a way where it's like. People don't really, I don't know, they just care more about the products than the, right. you know. Um, I'm not trying to sound too hoity-toity. Uh, right. Yeah, it's hard not to. Because, like, I just, even compare Kenobi to, like, The Mandalorian, which is, like, a, I just felt so much passion behind that and so much good production value. And then, I don't know, it, it just ties back into this whole cynical corporate product yeah. thing, right? Just making yeah. it not... Not to tell a story, but just to sell it as much as possible. Yeah. 
you know? And I just I, think I, it's sort of sad that some things have turned into that. Uh, there was there was a brief golden era where it was both, right? Uh, <laughs> like, true. anyway, enough of, like, old men who are, like, 20 to 30 years old railing against... Us, us old 20 and 30 year olds yeah, oh, yeah I'm, I'm the next decade up so <laughs> don't count me in that <laughs> well Ray's just out of himself I'm still a young spring chicken but <laughs> I, I I just I'm just trying to stress like just be aware of your time guys I, yeah, exactly. only so much yeah for me this run this run is also about the idea of storytelling itself and that's not me being pretentious mm. I think a lot of things are about no that. you're you're right um yes. And so that's why I, I was thinking that as well. Uh, so, yeah. Mm. Um, so things keep fighting. Uh, Lois Lane's niece, uh, she comes back to the fold and sh- uh, the Comet men come. Yes. Looking really this cool. This team is so sweet. Yeah. yeah. The Out Wanderers. Of... Oh, well, yeah. yeah. No idea who these other people are, but they were fun. <laughs> they... But... Do you recognize them? Oh. I think they only appear here and never appear again. Again, okay. <laughs> I like the bird, the bird punk, and uh, yeah, the that's spot- the guy who sticks out to me. Is yeah, the, uh, and the spiky dude, the- spiky dude's good. Whatever, with the okay. bow. Yeah, the oh, guy no, with no, the, the first one, like Sasquatch. Uh, yeah, and Sas- yeah, and, and the Sasquatch like guy. Yeah, they both are pretty cool. Um, yeah. but the one guy is the it, it's the for people who don't know like. I hope everyone's read this, but like, the one guy is like the same species as like Tomo, or not Tomo, Tomar Tomar Ray. Ray. Tomar Ray. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. He's, the, he's that kind of bird, but he's yeah, like right. Because like he looks like he's got orange. Yeah, yeah. It looks like he's got like a Native American kind of inspired hunter. Yeah. yeah. Look to him. He just looks so sweet. Yeah, that's a cool. So and Adam uh, Blake, no relation, is. No relation. A lot friendlier, like he, yeah, he was before, which is cool to see. Because yeah. uh, they were so that they were that whole thing. They were raised to combat the multitude, right? Wasn't that the whole idea? Is oh. he was Adam was taken in by the Uts or whatever to evolve to protect. Uh, okay, yeah. But I thought that was the idea, and obviously, if Superman solved the multitude, then. Yeah. They yep. uh, would just become superheroes, I guess. <laughs> I could be misremembering. So Sounds right. Yeah. Uh, the Sasquatch guy takes uh, the chains off Crypto. Mm-hmm. And then the, the solar chick, like, sort of draws out the... Yeah, the, the poisons. Yeah, the radiation. Yeah. Like, little cough that Crypto does. Is he's like... <laughs> it looks like when he, like, swallows a furball or something. No. Uh, <laughs> So who does who does the lady kill? <laughs> like she cuts off someone's head, and I don't know who it is. She kills um, the red crypt. The red woman. woman. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, because you, you see <laughs> oh, the yeah. red hand. Yeah, in the previous page. Yeah. Takes her. She's gone, skis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, Zadu gets thrashed. He's like, "I'll beat you in a battle of wills." And yeah. So we know Adam Blake's will is insane. So. Mm. He gets demolished immediately. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so they, they did their job. I like this part with Drekken. Drekken's like, you know, I, yep. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> they like, evolve or die, and then he's like, all right, I'll evolve into a super mind and help you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I love it's It's a reoccurring thing in Morrison stuff, and it's just a little drop here that we're all sort of evolving into... He's Morrison is an optimist. He's They've written some dark stuff, but it's it's ultimately optimistic, and they keep like touching on, like, we're evolving into something better. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this is Drekken evolving into... I, I took it as, like, um, he evolved into something past wanting to be bad. Like, it, it, I think he evolved mm-hmm. into this radiant form that uh, doesn't have a concept of being evil. So it just, like, wish to no longer conflict and then it's it's on their side now. For me, it reminded me a bit of the original Star Trek because uh, it was all about like you know stuff like crime and being immoral and stuff. Like we just we had by that point in the future, we're just past that. We realize it's so sure. Um, and that, that that was another famously very optimistic feature because like so many most feature scenarios for us are very bleak, right? So. Mm. The optimistic mm-hmm. ones stand out, and I think they're all generally pretty similar. You'll see some uh, stuff a little similar to that in, like, Morrison's JLA, too. I don't, have you read mm, that? No. Oh, my God. About JLA 1 million? There's a story I heard about JL or 1 million that was that story got greenlit because DC editorial was like asking for, uh, you know, DCU stories set in the future. Huh. And Morrison was the only person to not make their pitch a dystopia or post-apocalypse <laughs> story. <laughs> one million was funny. the one optimistic future story. So it stood out and it, it was really good. And so I think yeah. that was like a lesson in like, Hey, think outside the box. But it also speaks yeah. on what we're talking about that, you know, you don't see all this optimism when it comes mm. to future stuff. And I get why. Uh, sure. But yeah. It does. And also it, it would be harder to write a future, like to come up with conflict that wasn't between. Yes. Well, that's why I'm saying um, like, hey, think outside the box. Yeah, Morrison exactly. is an outside the box thinker. Yeah. What if Mr. McSpitlick created Grant Morrison? <laughs> what if? <laughs> Grant Morrison is Mr. 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 Oh my god. <laughs> Mr. Vindictive X. Oh no. That's that's Alan Moore. <laughs> um so That's not fair to Alan Moore. It's right? not, yeah, but it's yeah, funny, on. right? I know. Like, yeah, it's pretty yeah, we can can be done. <laughs> we have we have praised Alan Moore a lot on this podcast, don't worry. Sure. Uh so yeah. Uh the fight keeps happening. With Super Dooms, they seem to get bigger all the time. His head's huge compared mm-hmm. to Superman. Uh, and he's talking to Vindictive X. He's like, you lost against my father on Krypton. You lost on Mars. You lost against the Legion. You lose every time. You have the power of the guppy. You don't understand the basic rules of the trick. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. For every year, there is someone like me to fight back. And mm-hmm. I don't. So uh, that was what I was talking about before. And like, Superman's connected to every living mind now which ties into his plan. Mm-hmm. And it ties back to the 5D words like thunder. So Superman is like, you know, uh, he gets everyone to say their name backwards, which I thought mm-hmm. was really cool. 
because he connected Superman with everyone so that he could feel their suffering. That's something we didn't really mention. Right, yeah. Uh, but he connected with them with every being on the planet and all their suffering to overwhelm mm. him. But now it's like, oh, I'm connected. I can use that against you. And everyone says the name backwards. And yes, there are Easter eggs. We yeah, have, big ones, I think. Uh, yeah, we have Grant Morrison. We have Shelley yeah. Fish. Yeah. We have um, uh, Ralph Rex. Morales. Oh, Ralph, yeah. Just Rex. And then there was someone else. Uh, Morrison's wife. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, uh, the, oh, yeah. I have one. to read it backwards. Chris. It, it yeah, Kristen. Chris Kirsten. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Kirsten. Kirsten. I feel like um, it's such a big moment, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like this would have been like a big double-page spread of yeah, everyone's yeah. names backwards, but it's just kind of like one panel. That is strange, yeah. It would have been a... No, but it goes but I guess on you get, to... It goes uh, to different... It, yeah, yeah, it's, it it's does. a panel. It's a panel of regular citizens, then a yes. panel of Superman, then a panel of Jimmy Nolson, then a panel of uh, uh, the Legion. Legion. Yeah, it's yeah. just so it's, I. It works, I think. Yeah, I mean, it does. It's just for me, it's like it's, it's a, it's the climax of the run, and it's such a big thing that's happening. It's yeah, I know where you. I know where you're going. Um, to kind of, also, yeah, consider this big, though: if it, yeah. if it was one splash, uh, there'd It'll have be to hard. be. There'd, there'd have to be at minimum 40, 30 names that you'd have to well, read could, backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's a very good point. But it could be a double page with different panels with like yeah, crazy yeah. paneling. Yeah. Double, okay. A double splash with yeah, just all sorts of You know about the names, yeah. though? They're hard to read. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, uh, we had to read them because doing the podcast. So, like, well, we have to know what the names are. <laughs> yeah. Poor Let's acknowledge, acknowledge, too, that uh, Superman says, yes. we knack. Tech. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have tried to read it. Crank. Crank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says, right. says Kal-El Clark Kent. Yeah. He says right. both names is the yes. Point. Yes. Yeah. Which is like kind of like a haha. You know, everyone's always arguing which one's which, and that's another way of Morrison yeah. just completely sidestepping the or jumping over the question. <laughs> yeah. Morrison's mm-hmm. very much a like he's both. What yeah. Are you talking about? Yeah, makes sense. Um. And yeah, Ferlin, poor Ferlin. Uh, yeah, he says it as well, which in effect, um, I guess, so. yeah, which makes Vindictive X say his name, essentially. Yeah, and he goes yeah, back. Backwards, yeah. Uh, and then Super Doomsday is self-destructing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it's impossible. And Superman's like, ha you just gave me the morale buff. Yeah, now I have <laughs> yeah. plus A your strength while I can shove uh, this thing up for two minutes. Uh, yeah. And he throws Super Doomsday over the moon, and he blows up, and we get a shot of Vindictive X mm-hmm. um, in the no. fifth dimension. Yeah, it's back <laughs> to that kind of like same moment, like right after the assassination. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's right after the assassination. They're like, oh, sees him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is so gizzy. Uh, Princess Landlady must have gone and come back in that very short space because mm-hmm. he's like, Mr. McSpitlick is like, you're safe. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. So she's, yeah. I don't know if that quite works, but yeah. <laughs> I can't think. I, I'm just trying to think of an explanation, and that was what I Well, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Her, uh, yeah, yeah. You have to be. You must be right. Mm. Um, 
And then he's like, it was Mr. McSpit. Like, no one else can see. He tricked all of us. The whole thing's a trick where he always wins in the end. Yeah. Mm. And it's kind of like, and then Mr. McSpit looks like, what I tell you, Superman always wins. Relax, princess. You're safe with Mixie. And I'm like, and I was just thinking, was this, was this unironically, was this like 5D chess from Miss, was this whole thing like, yes. That's so it's all, it's all a trick. And it, mm. it seems very debatable. Uh, how much emotional investment he you had. think? Yeah, Mixus Pitalik has versus how much of it is a trick to become the king of Zerf. Mm. You know. Um, yeah, yeah. But it, it does look like. I mean, we got a shot of him crying. I mean, like, he loves well, her. That. Y- yeah. You because... think he's he he loves the princess? I do. Because think I I don't think you're wrong, but think back to the panel too when the princess is like. I love you so much, Mixie. And he's like, yeah, you have good taste. He doesn't say I love you too. Well, that was kind of like a hard solo. I know, right? He's playing it cool, being the comedian, sure. which is why I, she loves him. Um, I think you're correct, but I just think it's it's interesting that the book keeps it. So yeah, they make uh, it debatable. It, it ends up being such a good Mixie story as well. Mm. Uh, yeah. And it's so in keeping with his character and nature of like, oh, he's kind of a bastard. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, my impression of this run, I think when I first read it was like, oh, I wish Vindictivix was just Mixius Pitalik the whole time. Yeah. You know, so I, I, wish know that yeah. This, I wish that this was like the best Mixius Pitalik story of all time instead of just like the best fifth dimensional story. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. At, rereading it this time, I'm like, you know, it still does kind of work. Yeah, he's got a good role, doesn't he? Like, he does. Yeah. yeah, he does. He does have a good role. Because yeah. of everything going on, it took me really until this run to clue into the fact that Mixie was not the good guy that I thought he was in this run. Mm. Right. Um, that there, there was just so much going on that I wasn't focusing on it as much, I guess. But now this time I was looking, I was really looking at Mixie, and I'm like, hey, man. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. You know, you're pretty shady in this whole thing. Uh, yes. Uh, the queen isn't though. And I think that's a really great contrast. She's the only like innocent mm-hmm. sort of figure here. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but the queen dies, and I'm I'm assuming yeah. in fifth dimension terms, this is like far in Earth's future or whatever. I don't know because like oh, or yeah, happening at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I guess oh, yeah. <laughs> because we know Mixie rocks up in Superman's present. Who knows? Whatever. But I get the impression that this this I don't know because. If Mixie shows up, I get the impression this hasn't happened yet. Does that make sense? Yeah, because yeah. if Mixie shows up, it's him entertaining the king yes. in the context of this story. Yeah, it's that moment. But then you'd have to, we'd have to get into like, well, how do they perceive time in their planet? Do they experience everything at once? I oh, guess in the, <laughs> I guess in the context of this story, no. Mm. But we. Time yeah, seems they perceive... for them, but it, in relation to our time, it's just we don't know, I guess. But they, man, because now I'm thinking about there. There's I'm, there's a fifth dimensional story in Morrison's J, JLA run that uh, would kind of inform fifth dimensional perspective as well. Right. Um, but I, I, as far as how they perceived time i think it's it's presented linear to us yeah uh so that we understand it but i don't think that they perceive it that way yeah it's a little man dr manhattan-ish to them 
So we get, um, so the, the queen later dies in labor. Yep. And uh, Mixie, he can't bear the boys because they remind him of her. Oh, then they remind him of his divided self, but his yep. daughter, he keeps by his side all the time. And she looks like a little version of him, and he sort of turns into the big bulbous king. Mm. And it's a big cycle, happily and happily in the ever after, all around. And it turns out, I thought this was really nice. Uh, Lara is telling the story of these fifth dimensional, like, I, I, I don't think this is the whole run was imaginary. I think this is just Lara's telling the story mm-hmm. of, like, a fifth dimension. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it already uh, happened to her. Yes. Mm, yeah. Well, not to her, but it's it happened so long ago in well, the third dimension that the story has been passed down. She's talking about five-dimensional di- archetypes, and she never she never mentions oh sure. she never mentions any of the characters by name. It's just the king, the queen, the sons and the daughters. We see in the art. Oh wait, no, we do see a name. Never mind. So. <laughs> Do we? No, what are you talking about? No, we, we see the name. princess's name at the bottom. For she reminds him of Lost, Nixie, Lig Spin, Lip. Oh, okay. I'm on yeah, the next yeah. page. Jeez, okay. oh man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyway, she tells him this story. It's a nice, nice bookend. And yeah, I thought mm-hmm. that was a really nice uh, little moment on Krypton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's a little sad because then, yeah, and she's like, "Don't be afraid of the rumble. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing." Yeah. And then she's like, "Jorel, what is it?" He looks yeah. like he wants to say yeah. something. That kicks it all yeah. off. That's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yeah, like, yeah. It also makes sense why it looks like such a fairy tale because it is a. Anyway, I'm give up. Um, <laughs> let's let's move on. Superman, Moon, and Blue. Yeah, okay. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, then another Silver Age reference. What a shock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the princess has one last wish. And the, the rule says it has to involve the color red. So she basically says, I can fix your life. And he's mm. like, no, I'll stick what I have right now. I want to keep my promise uh, to the people who died on Mars, to the kid. Yeah. And I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that was good. I think there's far too many instances of Superman putting his own life and family before everything else. I really hate when they do that. And I like how this doesn't do that. He keeps his promise. Yeah. Mm. What was a previously a very um, grim. violent and grim yeah. kind of story for these people, terraformers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we get nice a nice little ending for them. Yeah. And Superman's also on fire. <laughs> oh yeah, he. I guess it's, it's oh, yeah, he, um in his yeah. head, kind of, but not really. Um, Ma- but yeah, yeah, maybe. The... Yeah, maybe it's all. Yeah, because he's just hurled that huge thing over the moon, as you said. Um, yeah, so we see uh, the wan- the wanderers as well, comet yeah. and the wanderers. Well, the Mars people also say that Superman gave them the unified field equation, which means they can like. Uh, well, they're going to complete their terraforming. Oh, yeah, this will, yeah, this will mm-hmm. kind of help them along their terraforming. Which yeah. is, you know, a big idealistic future thing as well, where they get mm-hmm. to yes. colonize other planets. Um, but it's been 24 hours, and 
they're in the park, there's lots of rubble everywhere. And there's one point where they get in a taxi and the taxi driver's complaining. He's like, who'd Superman annoy now? I forgot about that. Uh, But yeah, Superman crashes from the sky again. Mm -hmm. But he answers the phone as he's crashing and he's uh, answering his clock. Yeah. Yeah. And we end on like a big money shot, which I really like. Yeah. Yeah. He's him in crypto. This is a well-loved final page in the Superman community. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. It is a nice, nice. Yeah. Picture. Yeah. You know, yeah. It ties ties in well to like the the whole run where crypto is kind of there as well. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, your flip phones. Um, huh. and then we get uh, sales the end of that, and then we get the final backup, which is in the year two two three eight. Uh, so. Gotta... Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, uh, admittedly, I think the previous backup stories were a lot better. Okay. It is. Um, it is nice that uh, the first panel. It, it's Noah D. Random. That's the kid that he saved, right? Oh, mm. ah, right. Yeah, yeah. So this yeah. is the what you were talking about. Hey, the Mars. That's hinting to the mm. better tomorrow theme. This is the uh, the payoff. That they got okay. a utopia on Mars. It looks like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so this is a, a bit of a yeah. What I mean, there's some. I'm sorry, I was going to quickly say some bully kids, and then they yep. go. One of them goes in the Superman museum, and they stand up for themselves. Uh, there's a Superman yeah, the movie reference there, mm-hmm. except he's wearing the New Fifty Two costume, which is neat. Right. I thought uh, so. This last story is called the Never Ending Battle. And there's all sorts of Easter eggs. You know, it's Jimmy Olsen signal yeah. watch, the Superman shirt, the Phantom Zone mm-hmm. protector. Uh, but to me, this was like, uh, yeah, sure, it probably didn't have the emotional punch of some of the other backups. But to me, this is kind of the perfect cap off for the whole thing. Yes, I, I see where. I mean, because it it is. Um, we've just seen with Mars and all that, and that being that the final wish. So it does make sense. Mm-hmm. But I can also see how that penultimate backup story. And it would have been good as well. It's a, it's a very nice like, you know. I can, I the statement of this whole run has been is kind of I think, if you act more like Superman, you know, mm. let him inspire you. That's how it, how he's a, yeah, more than just a corporate symbol. If you let Superman inspire you in a way, and that's what yeah. this story is about. Yeah, and it was the the same with All Star, except with All Star. You know, humanity had already gotten to that point because Graham Morrison's big into the humanism thing, right? Like imitating mm-hmm. angels and stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, it fits in. I think for me, this backup and the previous backup, since they both took place after 18, I consider them both the kind of cap offs mm. of the run. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, uh, the previous one was supposed to be the cap off. Yeah. Right. Uh, this one you can kind of sense if, like, you put on your writer brain hat. Uh, you can sense that this was like a, oh shit! I have to make another ending. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I mean. You can kind yeah. of sense that someone was like, "What would be a really good ending?" Yeah, I got to yeah. write something really quick. And yeah, it's yeah. an easy way to do it is to, uh, do hey, Superman mm. inspires us. Yeah, you know? but it's nice. It but it's it good. it doesn't lose. Charlie Fish is a very very good writer. Uh. Chris Sprouse is a very, very good artist, so it is still very well executed. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. nice that it's in the far future as well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, so that that's the 18 issues. It was uh, exhausting Ooh. to cover Ooh. those last four issues. Gosh. It was a long, long episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, props to all of us for mm-hmm. going through it. Because, uh, you know, as I said, like, it's not, it's not super tough to read, but it's tough to summarize and discuss. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, uh, I'm glad we did it. Uh, do you want to do feedback, then final thoughts? Yeah, sure. Sure. Or final thoughts, then feedback. No, no, let's, let's hear some feedback. Okay. Um, let someone else do the talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's have a look. So, oh, uh, our first bit of feedback is from Patrick D. Ryle, who's uh, been with us the whole time for this this series, uh, leaving us feedback. So, uh very glad you joined us for this particular one, Patrick. So I've only just finished and I'm still mentally digesting it. I'm sure listening to the podcast will help. I've often felt like a contrarian among Superman fans because I care less for big stories about the concept of Superman than I do just stories where Superman acts like Superman, but this story manages to do a decent attempt at both. Considering the reputation of the run, the main arc is actually a very tight story as a whole. They definitely had the right idea in giving some breathing room with the backup stories. I have to thank you for motivating me finally read this arc. I think I was daunted by its reputation and just kept putting it off. But now I've done it, so thanks. Uh, thank yeah. you, Patrick. Fantastic. Yeah, thank you. Hope we helped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of had you in mind, like, <laughs> it was like, oh, I really got to explain this part. Uh-huh. This no, first I... time read, I think you can struggle, for sure. Oh, yeah, sure, definitely. I, I'd mm-hmm. encourage yeah. this guy, I think, to, like, you know, after a, a year has passed and you're like, oh, what should I read? Try this again. And mm. then I think you'll, if, if, not that you didn't like it this time. I don't know what you felt this time. But, like, you will like it more on second and third read. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I am, yeah, I'm really glad that people are reading it for the first time and getting back to us. Uh, and I think it's yes. interesting that he says uh, it had a scary reputation, but it was a pretty tight story. I think that says mm. a lot. Yeah. Um, Very cool. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, from Seeking Superman, uh, this week I started a reread of the entire Superman U.V. 2 books and appearances. I remember liking the Morrison when it was released. Only a couple books in on each tile, but I'm still enjoying it all over again. Yeah. Uh, nice. Then from Lucas Barcelos, the once again final yet unending showdown between Superman and his greatest enemy, corporatism. Corporativism. Sorry, I messed that up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I get the sentiment. Um, yeah. Agreed. Very I, clever, Lucas. Very clever. That was that was a thing. I thought his greatest enemy was Lex Luthor. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just a third dimension way of looking at it. So right, right. Uh, no, I, I really liked that uh, theme in this run. It wasn't like the main yes. theme, but I did like it. Yeah, it's cool good. to see it acknowledged. Um, and then from Alan Morlock. Uh, like your name. <laughs> uh, been a long time since I read that run at all, but I think it was the third arc in particular that had some issues, but that seriously felt like a missing issue or something really disjointed. But by the end, it all came together and really rewarded sticking it out. Yeah, that's the thing I always say with this run is like, it, you can feel so lost, but it really does come together at the end. Mm-hmm. I think everything. Oh, it certainly does. I think yeah. that's a strong point. Yeah. I'd be so interested to see what this run would be like it you could you could in the way people like 
okay, now I'm going to watch Star Wars in episode one, two, three, and then watch Kenobi, and then watch yeah. four or five. Like, you could read this in chronological order. And I wonder yeah. how it would, uh, how you would digest it then. You would have to, you would have to, someone had to make a compilation of like panels. I know. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, yeah. I guess that's true. You'd have to like in between pa- pages. So, so you remember, have, your, have your own machete order for this. Yeah. <laughs> I remember someone tried to do that with Lord of the Rings and they had to like intersperse lines. Oh gosh. <laughs> different books. Really getting uh, into it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see, word. uh, <laughs> Maybe I'll try to do that. Like next time reading this this run, I'll try to organize <laughs> what order to read. And Adam was never seen again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Classic like strings on the wall. <laughs> oh yeah, jeez. Yeah. So uh, then we have Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like an end of run arc with themes and characters from earlier issues returning to add weight and impact to the story in well crafted ways. Exactly what we've come to expect of Morrison writing. The fractures in storytelling are there to heighten the impact and break up linear storytelling, and now I'm more accustomed to them in a Superman tale. I didn't find them as jarring as I have in the past. Some of the art is fantastic. The panelling and colour is great throughout. There's a few janky faces, especially of women. (laughs) Hello, that Lana was yikes. (laughs) But overall, the art and layout are strong throughout, with the added joy of the art changes for the backup and the fifth dimensional purposes. Mm. I like these backups more than most because they were so aligned with the main story but added in an extra dimension yeah i get that thank you yeah <laughs> story was strong enjoyed it a lot thanks to you all and especially connor for gently reminding me yes <laughs> to read it before every podcast i'm not sure i'd have kept going but it was utterly worth the payoff and feels like an accomplishment uh thanks, thanks Rebecca. very much yeah I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it yeah share a lot of your thoughts as well it's um yeah oh. well well put yeah well i'm gonna you can't just plagiarize it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, let's get on to our thoughts then. Um, Adam, you're the guest of honor. Do you want yeah, to hear sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I, I think what hit uh, me... Ten words or less. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <Keep going. laughs> this, this is probably like my fourth or fifth read through this series. And wow. it's, it's always like something else hits you in a different way every time you reread a Morrison book, I think. Mm. Um, I, I think it really hit me this time, like the idea of letting superman in your head like because in, in that final moment um because morrison has talked about when they wrote all-star the inspiration was you know seeing a guy dressed as superman and and he decided to kind of method act as superman in a way and and just try to mm-hmm. they they mentioned like that was the most saintly i acted uh it's that year is that that's that's when i was the best person i've ever been is when i was trying to get in the head of superman so i i think the takeaway is yes everyone will kind of focus on the corporate part and and think of this book as like kind of cynical but i think the point of the book is that idea overcomes the former and i i really appreciate that this is the best book that appreciate superman as a symbol and really uh goes into a lot of symbolism and i Mm -hmm. I think this is a a thing worth reading and rereading and i i hope it gets you guys to like check out other morrison work and because it's such to to read a 
a large swath of Morrison work is one of the most rewarding things in comics because it it's such a fascinating head to get into, you mm. know? Yeah. Yeah. And will kind of kind of make you a more optimistic person in the end, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, and it's a uh, um five out of five purple derbies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah yeah. Could be a second to get that. It's like derby cars, what? <laughs> derby hats. Purple, purple the derby. Hat. Yeah. The famous yeah. hat, my dear boy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um do you want me to go next, Connor? I don't know. What do you want? Yeah, I don't mind. Whatever. That's oh yeah, I don't mind. Either way. <sighs> I just want it to end. Not yeah. this. Just life. It's just Adam talking about optimism, reminding me. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it sounds like you want to go, right? So. Yeah, look, look, yeah, yeah, I'll go. It's um, it was the as I said, very similar to what Rebecca she she summed it up pretty well. Um, just it's it's so rich, the rich storytelling, I think, um, and certainly the these issues that we've covered today tonight, um, kind of you know tied up everything really really well um adam when you're saying like you know you've read four or five times that's absolutely the sense i kind of get with reading this it, it deserves multiple readings uh and i think it's testament to a good writer to have the reader uh actively read you know and then actually want to go back and read it even though you know they've kind of read like the ending of it um and know all the parts but since it's just so i don't know intricately assembled uh there is a joy in in, in like going back and rereading it and finding things and seeing how things link um you know catching the references all that sort of stuff uh morrison certainly does it um very well and it, it's kind of part of his style i think um but yeah, very solid. I think uh, I, I totally enjoy these last four. Uh, backup stories were uh, definitely a highlight. Uh, so I'd have to give as much credit, I reckon, to to Sholly Fish as well, um, just because those stories, you know, you could argue that you don't, you wouldn't need them, but they certainly did flesh out. Uh, they certainly did give it a lot more of a grander um, storytelling kind of canvas, um, just filling in some holes here and there that um, you may be wondering about, you know, throughout the whole story. But having said that, had said that again, Morrison is just, it's packed this stuff with plenty. Like I love kind of multitasking to, to an extent. Um, so I'd love this active reading of just trying to keep up with what's happening, you know, both in different timelines, uh, different groups, you know, that sort of stuff. So yeah, really, really enjoyable. Um, yeah, and I'll give this, uh, I don't know, what did I give All-Star? I don't know, I'll give this one... Uh, you gave All-Star 10. Okay. I'll give this, uh, uh four and a half out of five derbies. So a nine? <laughs> yeah, nine. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's, uh, I think that's the second highest, no, the third highest you rated a Superman story. Yeah. So, you know, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I... Yeah, I, I think it's a really great run. I think it's just such a well-crafted story, like everyone else has said. And for me, it just... For me, this run has, like, every aspect of Superman in it, you know? 
Um, like I've always been a fan how it sort of just goes through in a sort of metal way, just goes through each era of Superman from the golden mm-hmm. age to like now. Uh, I like, I just like the way Superman's characterized for me. It's just a really pure expression of Superman. It's just the guy trying to do the right thing, never ending battle, all that sort of stuff. And the fact that it's really well written with all those themes I like. Uh, and again, this time reading it, like, uh, Adam, I got different things out of it as well. So yeah. it's a run I'm always going to revisit. This is the third time I've read it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I think this is, uniquely, I think this is one of the best examples of, like, how to write, like, fighting God or someone with the powers of essentially God, right? Mm-hmm. I think this is such a clever way to write that. And... This is an example of, like, kind of how you would do it, how you would deal with someone who's fighting someone who's just basically a god in comparison. And Supernatural Season 15 is, like, the example of what not to do. They're, like, polar opposites. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think I think that's a really hard thing to pull off, and I think this is the yeah. most... This is the best I've seen it done for people who've tried to do it. So... Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just go up and hack it with a sword <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or punch yeah. it. So I thought it was, you know, the the reveal of it being one attack happening was really awesome. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I've, yeah, we I mentioned this run a lot for good reason. I think it's like my, it's like my second or third favourite Superman story. I'm mm-hmm. not sure which. Uh, but obviously it's up there. I give it, I give it like ten, mm-hmm. um, ten Mister Vindictive X's out of ten. I think it's great. Was there things that I like? I would be curious to see a different artist handle some of it, but I wouldn't necessarily call that a complaint. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, look. Can I also just say as well, you know, as much as we laud the, the writers, uh, Morrison and Fish, um, of course, for what they've done, you know, comics are, are a visual medium as well. And yes. The the artwork has, you know, it has been top, you know, really rock solid, I think, throughout the whole, the whole thing. So the storytelling, you may or may not like the style of the art and, mm. you know, there may be quibbles here and there, but I think the storytelling through the visuals, through the layouts... Um, you know, albeit instructions from Morrison or Fish, you know, I don't know how they collaborate when they do these sorts of things, but uh, the the artists certainly do. Um, they do have a a sway in in flexing their creative skills as well in, in actually telling the story. Um, yeah. So uh, massive props to to the artists, you know, Brad Walker and, and Rags Morales, because um, yeah, I mean, it could have. Really, yeah. If you if you do kind of pick a inappropriate artist, it, it could really oh, yeah. um, fall wayward. I'd argue. So yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, and you know, I guess I I mean I, I kind of want to ask everyone this because not that I think that it's a fair question, but it's always brought up. Uh, do you guys prefer this or All Star Superman? Yeah, I know Ray's answer. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's like, it still has to be All Star. Yeah, I, it's it. They are very similar in my brain, right? But uh, to go back to the artist, I think Frank Quitley 
part is just unreplaceably charming i i, I think that uh it's amazing has, artwork yeah yeah little brighter colors yeah um i mean yeah all-star is just the bible i mean that's like that yeah. it, it's a they are they are closer i think in my brain than to most people though yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah, no, no, you know, you know the answer, Connor. I would, I'd agree as well. I think yeah. also not to say that I didn't like this run by any means, but yeah, I just think Quietly's art, um, and it's down to, to taste as well. But yeah. you know, also consistency. I mean, he's he pretty much handled all stuff. Yeah, whereas as well and as um, consistent as Morales and Walker have been together. And the Incas, uh, yeah, just quietly is very distinct art. Um, yeah, I think really does pay off. Yeah. I, I think mean, it's fair to say action, you could say, like, it's a, it's an alternative look in, like, um, what would have been, like, you, you ever hear, like, I think you guys talked about this even, like, Jim Lee almost drew right. All-Star Superman. Mm. It's, this is almost All-Star with that, like, grittier art style you know what mm. i mean yeah 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 i know what you mean like yeah i think i mean as i said before i, I mean i prefer all star but i think it i think it's an unfair comparison personally because i think they're very different but i think they go so well together i think that i think if you're writing superman every superman writer should read all star every superman writer should read this comic you know mm. and i think like if you're a superman fan i think every fan should read both of those comics like i think they're both just so essential mm. like they're so just superman distilled into a run you know yeah and um, they are very different i mean it is i mean yeah. apart from the fact that morrison wrote both they are different so it is a little bit hard to yeah to put them together like compare them sorry i guess there's there's like a headcanon which i subscribe to that this is in terms of characterization this is basically all-star superman when he was young mm. oh yeah um because like they have a well, they, hey, I I mentioned last episode too. I the Mars issue in particular feels like a a missing chapter of All Star. Mm. So you could mm. say that this was young super, young All Star Superman, and the flash forward to Mars was to uh, adult All Star Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean. Yeah, there's so many things I love in this run that I wish would be expanded upon as well that they just never really yes. used. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, great run. Or if they do, I mean, I, what, I don't want to focus on a negative, but I've said yeah. before, like, there's a whole genre of DC that's just Morrison ideas dumbed uh, down and uh-huh. kind yeah. of worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad we all covered this. I'm glad everyone liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's good. It's and, exhausting, but good. Yeah, um, no, a huge thanks to Adam once again for yes, joining thank us. Thank you so much, yes. Adam. For... I, uh, I, I really, I, I have to scoot off. Yeah, yeah, me too. No so, I got stuff to do. Yeah, right. we'll, uh, we'll wrap up. It's all yeah. good. All right. uh, I'm going to go now. All right, Mata, <laughs> Adam. Matter only, don't lad. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. See you, Adam. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, uh, if you want to check out Adam, He's at Talking Superman on Twitter. And yeah, so next, I believe we're doing what the Superman and Lost finale commentary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You still want to do that? 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. That, that lines up. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's do that. Cool. Can't uh, wait to hear your comments, Connor. <laughs> big thanks to Adam also for he's yes. the one who like prompted me to do this. He's like, hey, mm. let's do oh, this yeah. in three parts. I'm like, worth right. it. Yeah. yeah, push this to do it. And I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it, right? Because I no idea if you would or not. So oh, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. Um, we'll yeah. have to talk, Connor. We'll have to talk episode length. <laughs> That's all. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. It's yeah. It's really past my um thing. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed the yeah, enjoyed the run for sure, and, and the discussion. It was it was great. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we'll ever have this long again. No, no, of course, and and since we had adam on as well i mean yeah. it's so fun to talk to adam about it he's a wealth of knowledge so yeah um absolutely but yeah all right well that all said uh next time oh, you know say hi to your dog <laughs> um yeah and oh god there's so many things i'm just trying to think of which ones <laughs> to use you know all i can think of is that red kryptonite Woman getting a head locked off. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone, just keep on reading. Uh, hope you enjoy. Um, yeah, enjoy your Superman. Yeah. Comics. If you still have thoughts, feel free to leave. Yes. No expiry date. Uh, <laughs> all right. Peace. Catch up. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.